You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to the Boss Hog Liberty Podcast on the We Are Libertarians Network. I'm your host, Jeremiah Morrill, and as always, I'm joined by our co-host, Dakota Davis. What's up, Jeremiah? Man, episode 69. Yeah. Already. 60, uh, it feels like we just did like 66 or 67. I know. I don't even like remember the... 67 or 68 Me either, at this man. point. Yep. Oof. I don't know. It just goes so quick. Uh, this is our show about our lives in rural Indiana. It's a show about folks who are involved in politics. We promise that our episodes are going to be a fun and an easy listen. We interview people who are influencers, elected officials, political experts, and folks we just find interesting. Dakota, uh, what do we got going on, man? I I'm, I want to sneeze. So you're going to take over for a second. What do we guide got going the show? On? Yeah, what's what's uh, what's been going on with our lives? This well, is the time of the show where we talk about what's up. We had the Henry County uh, Royal Wedding. Yeah. Yes. The Henry County Royal Wedding happened between uh, you and uh, Sarah Morrill. Yes, the yeah. lovely Sarah Elizabeth Potter Morrill. Yeah, and she's you, taking your name. Yes, that's that was a condition of the the contract. If you get divorced, it's going to be really hard to put. You got to think ahead. <laughs> I'm not getting divorced. <laughs> Did you plan ahead for divorce? Mark? Oh yeah, yeah. I was married twice before I was thirty. Yeah, you you keep those names separate. <laughs> so much easier. Same lady. Uh, married twice is the same. No, yeah. no, of course not. You started over. <laughs> no, Quitter. So I kept my last name. Though. Wait, <laughs> I digress. Go ahead. Yeah, and then uh, you went on a honeymoon. Yes, and well, it's, it's it's underway, right? Yeah. So still on the uh, this morning, I was in Cozumel, Mexico, and uh, I said, uh, "Babe, I've got uh, I've got a show to do, so mm-hmm. I will I will get off the boat with you in port, and I'm just going to zip over here to the airport, and it's an easy flight from Cozumel to Houston, Houston back to Indy. I'll go get the car, run over to the studio. I got to the studio at six thirty, like we always do." We're going to do the show. We had this little problem with the cameras, and it's taken a while to get loaded up, so we, I don't know how that's going to work. I'll be, we'll be done here about an hour, hour and a half. I'll get back to the airport, catch the last flight out of town, get to Texas, and I'll catch the boat uh, before they leave port. So it's perfect. Right. Yeah, you even have your Cozumel, Mexico shirt on. Yeah, we're set. I got it. It's brand uh, brand new. Just got it today, and uh, it was pre-washed. It's pre-washed? Pre-washed. Pre-washed. Yes. I paid extra. <laughs> it was wow. uh, 14 pesos to get, get it uh Fourteen pesos. That's like yeah. three American dollars. No, it's a, it's like two cents. <laughs> I think. I don't know. They were they were fast talkers. Oh, you don't really know what it was. No. The, the people at the exchange booth didn't speak English, so they just give you whatever, right? Conveniently, they just take your card and uh, they convert it for you. So <laughs> huh? that uh, sounds pretty good. And then I guess it's our, like our... it's like buying gas at the uh, 
at an east 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 side Newcastle gas station. <laughs> oh, have you ever used the Phillips sixty seven? This is gonna be throwing rocks at local businesses. We're looking for sponsors, by the way. Uh, <laughs> have you ever used the gas station of the Phillips sixty six at Indiana Avenue and one hundred three? No, I don't think I have. Uh, it was everything that could possibly go wrong. Last time I tried to fill up over there, went wrong. You know, the, you pull up and like three of the gas pumps don't work at all, mm. at all. And then you pull up to one, and the uh, and the card swipe machine won't work. And you're like, oh, they definitely just took my credit card information. Mm. I really expected more out of Philip. Yeah, I don't know. Philip one through sixty five might be fine, but that sixty six one over there off Indiana Avenue, number sixty six is not look not looking good. Mark Brim. That's a new place, right? Is it new? I remember there used to be a big gas station there. It said Barney's in big letters. Is that? Uh, Barney's was at... Or am I thinking of something else? You're thinking of Indy at uh, State Road 3. Mark lives in the past. I do. State Road 3 and and, and Broad Street had had the Barney's back in the 90s. Oh. Yeah. yeah. When you were just a middle-aged person. Right. Right. See, I came through Newcastle recently. I'm not going to rip a local business like you did. No. But I come to I came here with the kids because it was 112 degrees outside. So I came here with the kids and we went to your new McDonald's has a Playland in it. Yeah, yeah, nice place. And then and then I'm heading out of town. Never come to Newcastle, and I see this this little market. It looks cute. It looks nice. It has a, like a, a sign on the front with like produce on it, and it says Fresh Market. And I say, Wow, this is a fresh market. So I stop. It's just a regular grocery store. It didn't say L and K Farms Produce stand. No, no, it was just a grocery store. I was I was very upset by this. Did it say harvest? Harvest? I think it did say harvest. Maybe. Fresh, oh, yeah, fresh, yeah. fresh harvest. Fresh harvest. Yeah. yeah. I thought, well, this this I'm going to go inside and get some fresh harvest. I'm going to get some local honey. Perhaps yeah, it's right. just a grocery store. They have their own butcher though. Oh, I, I hear that the harvest market has the second best beef in town. So then I walk I inside and I say, <laughs> well, now what am I going to get? This is a regular grocery store. So I look around and the kids are out in the car and I thought, well, I'll get some tootsie pops. That sounds nice. So I get some tootsie pops and I go and the woman says says. Was there a price on this? I said, I don't know. And she said, well, <laughs> she said, hold on, I'll go check. And then she goes and checks. She said, there are no prices on the Tootsie Pops. And we stare at each other for a second. She said, is about three eighty-five fair? <laughs> Hell no, that's not fair. <laughs> it's like a buck for some Tootsie Pops. Oh, my gosh. three eighty-five. She said, is three eighty-five? Does that? She just pulled this number out of thin air. Yeah, where does the 85 come from? <laughs> I have no clue. I would at least... And I didn't she... know what to say, so I said, sure. And so I go outside, and I have this bag with four Tootsie Pops in it. I said, this costs three eighty-five. dollars um, wow. My wife said, why'd you pay three? I said, because she just made it up. It was a was negotiation, and you're yeah. a piss-poor negotiator, Mark. So, <laughs> harvest. There was no harvesting happening there. The harvest market. They were harvesting just, they were, they were, that was. I took my kids inside. I said, now, this is what grocery stores look like when your dad was a kid. It should be called <laughs> Hustler Market. <laughs> Hustle, hustle. That's what they did. Oh my gosh! So, uh, so the reason I asked Mark on the show, uh, first of all, he was one of our—I don't know why—but uh, he was one of our highest downloaded episodes we ever had back last year. That was year. insulting, Mark. Uh, yeah, well, really, you're lying. No, you were. You did very well for wow. the, for the time. You did very well. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So, uh, watching the uh, watching the chat here, uh, ninety two Dakota HD, which is not Dakota Davis. It's uh, it's next door neighbor. He says it was BP for a bit. The the Phillips sixty six. Oh, before BP. that, I remember it when it opened. It was like a co op. It was Countryland co op or a local. It was a co op type. Oh. So anyway, it's a gas station that's passed hands a few times. Do you have any manual pumps left? Or not manual pumps. Do you have any old-fashioned pumps left here in Newcastle? Old-fashioned pumps. It's not in Newcastle. At the, uh, at the Speedway down the street, we have the kind where you have to flip up the nice flip up the handle thingy. There's I'll a, there's a decorative the glass uh, glass type gas station, you know, with the gla- old glass ball oh, yeah. down in Knightstown on 40. 
on the old National Road. Ooh, That's ooh. in Henry County. Stop that. Uh, and then when I was a kid in Moreland, Mix Sunoco uh, used to have that. He would pay. For, you would flip. Uh, he would flip it up, and you know, it'd be the old style pumps, mm-hmm. cash only. And Mick himself would would fuel for you. Nice. That's the. Last one that I can remember, but that's probably been gone <clears throat> since the mid '90s, late '90s. You're getting old yourself. I know. Wow. <laughs> it was time to get married. Thirty-five. If now. I can take this back with your wedding, yes. Was it big? Oh my gosh. Uh, I don't know what's big. How many people were at your wedding, Mark? Uh, this the most current one. The most current one. Yeah. Uh, it was. About or any of them. Most... What was your high water mark? Most people that ever wanted to come to Mark's wedding. Okay, so my my wife and I, or or girlfriend at the time, or whatever you want to call it, we we fiance, yeah, fiance. I guess we don't really have any of that uh, fiance stuff. We rode our bikes from my house down to Fifth Street Bagel Shop. This is I'm talking Richmond. You may not know what I'm talking about here. I, I, I can imagine the streets go like, yeah. Yeah, you have at least five streets, so we it's have, one through right. five, right. and then there's a, yes, there's a bagel you shop. you got it. There's a bagel right. shop. Okay. So we had <laughs> some coffee, and we said, we said, son of a bitch, how about we get married? So we were like, maybe. you know. She said, maybe. you know. And so we went to the uh, courthouse, and we got papers, and then we rode over to my friend's house, and he uh, was fixing his motorcycle, and I, he's ordained to the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster or something like that. And I said, will you, will you, uh, will you marry us? And he said, I'm, I'm sure. And he kind of looked at us and said, well, don't, don't be dicks to each other. <laughs> that was the advice. Yeah, that was just his sermon. Has uh, has she lived up to it? Uh, no, she's a dick. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so am I. And so and so we we signed the papers, and that was it. All right. Yeah, that was the wedding. So it there cost was like, nothing. There was like three of you. There was three of us. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go around the room. Cade, how many people were at your wedding? Mm, probably forty. Forty. Yeah. Small right. church. Just nothing. Nothing yeah. real crazy. Had a nice little reception at Montgomery's. Mm. A fine, fine place for for such an event. Mm-hmm. All right. Dakota, yours is about 120 or so? Yeah, right guess. around there. Would have been more, but Caden uh, J decided not to show up. Mm. Could have been 122. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yours. So for mine, it was very hot. Uh, you know, it's a July wedding, so mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. obviously hot. Uh, I hope people got pictures early because I had my pits, like 10 minutes in, I, it was, it was, the suit was gone. Just had to start shredding parts of the suit or, or getting rid of them. Uh, so I'd say... 250 300 somewhere in there yeah did you now, now did you pay for this was this out of your pocket did you feed a bunch We're of people very traditional <laughs> oh really very traditional her family the lovely potter family wow yeah i mean i had my costs too yeah i don't want to get into the specifics of it and you know you're not open, gonna give me some numbers up, open up for a federal audit but uh he had to pay for the goat wow. that we ended up yeah the, the goat we sacrificed so there mm-hmm. were a lot of things i wanted to have done and i we raised goats growing up oh. so towards the end of the ceremony uh between pictures we did sacrifice one uh, one weather boar goat, and then really, yeah, and then, and then at the one year anniversary, we'll we'll serve the meat the, until uh, it comes back. Really, this yeah. is real. Yeah. Yeah. Who did this? Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah the uh, the priest cut its throat. Really, he showered the blood on Sarah. So this is good. You, you yeah. say, this is you good. say this priest, is but we had Judge Bell, so unfortunately, <laughs> Susan did it. <laughs> Susan's a priest, but no one's supposed to know. It's just a lot of money, and now, and and I'm sure this is for the rest of you. It was fine. I mean, street, sure, street value a of, of a money. goat is a couple hundred bucks. My cousin got married to Catholic Church, and he said, "Will you be one of my groomsmen?" I said, "I'm honored to be your groomsman. I didn't want to be his groomsman." And uh, he <laughs> said, uh, "And he said, okay." He said, "Now the taxes are at whatever the place was." He said, "It'll be two hundred forty-eight dollars." Two forty-eight. Two hundred forty-eight dollars wow. I spent for that tux. Man, yeah. Mine was my, my tux was like one hundred and eighty-five dollars still to rent it. I didn't get to buy it. Had to go back in a box and get shipped back. Uh, we use the black tux. We're not, this is not a paid. Basically, for Dakota's wedding, I was in Dakota's wedding. This is a little story about the how that one went down. Uh, I've been trying to slim down. Uh, so when I got measured for Dakota's wedding in August of last year, about eleven months ago, uh, I was in a fifty-eight jacket, fifty-eight, 
when I got to Dakota's wedding and the, the tuck showed up, we were at uh, a 56. And then uh, when they sent me another 56, this time for my wedding, it was falling off of me. So nice. I had to go with a 52 regular. Which was cool. That's yeah. a, you know. Yeah. But uh, the people just keep sending you stuff. Anytime something's wrong, they just send you more suits. So I could have. But Kevin, my father-in-law, had uh, he had four suits by the time it was done. Really ready to go. Yeah. So we could have outfitted like uh, an entire team of ushers. And then I had an extra suit too. I my, the greatest thing I thought we could have done, and I didn't do it, but I should have, is I've got a buddy that's about my size, just a little bigger, and I got that extra suit. I was like, I should have had. My buddy Jason dress up in the suit and just stand there as an extra groomsman and be like, "No, it was always Nick, Dakota, Danny, and Jason." I don't know why you don't have a fourth bridesmaid, Sarah. That's really on you. I don't know why she didn't do it. Ooh, wow! But I didn't. I'm but, glad you didn't do but that. But deep down, yeah. I had that thought, and I just like to know <laughs> that I'm. I could. I could do that sort of thing, Kate. If I, you know, I'm. I'm capable. Does that make sense? Yeah. But I, I was right not to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would have been bad. Moral. You, I mean, you have good morals. Yeah, very high morals. You'll you'll find other ways to disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, Mark is here, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I wanted to play play this game or explore something with Mark. He has, he literally looks like he belongs in 1978, right? Like, yeah, hmm. look at his shirt. Yeah. look at the collar on that. thing. He's got the long yeah. collar. He came in here wearing his aviators, uh-huh. and they're not not the, the thing about Mark is he's truly. This is him. He's not playing a character. There's no game here about him. He truly just looks like he should have been born 45 years earlier. Uh, I, I disagree, but I, I can follow what you're saying. So, so there's this line of hipsterism that, that we— You that, accused me of right. being a hipster. This is the thing. Is you're not, uh, the other day, and I said, you, hell no. You're not—well, this is what we're going to debate. Okay. Because there's, there's the Mark Brim timeline of what Mark Brim is. Okay. All right? So yeah. as I'm going to draw this—I'm going to draw this out for— for the people that are watching the video, and it it just it's constant, right? Uh, I see what you're Mark, saying. Mark Brim just line. is the same guy always. He's always going across, even line, straight across the world. And then the hipsters are always changing, and what the hipsters think are cool and rotates, and it, it's on a trajectory. We're, we've arrived we've in twenty. We're, we've arrived in 2018, and all of a sudden the hipsters are running around with their aviator glasses. Their really? their sideburns are coming back. Yeah, I don't know they're, that they're really aviators. Okay, well, they're the, the the glasses Mark has are considered to be acceptable now. They I, are. I yes, always just right? I like orange glasses because you can you know the clouds. You can really see the clouds really nicely. You know. <laughs> Mark has the Pat Riley slick back hair of sorts. Ma- I have the. He's got the. He's got the sideburns. Back. It's just. Well, it's, it's just wind going in the front. Back. It's, it's and falling. then and then you wear the. Uh, I don't know. You, you you wear the a lot of plaid. Or uh, maybe, yeah. I always wear a button-up shirt. A button-up shirt. I don't feel comfortable. I have a, uh, I don't know, maybe you call it a sensory issue. Are you I hiding can't tattoos? Wear, I can't wear. Uh, you are you hiding yeah. tattoos? Is that the problem? Maybe. That's why you, you get the long sleeve. I just can't wear short sleeve shirts. Yeah, Mark's got the don't. chest hair showing off. Yeah. Yep. And then he's got I'm the big, the big collar. Is, yeah, is, you, you really, you really, you really need that. to grow out a mustache, Mark. <sighs> I really think so. I, I, I try. I didn't try. I was uh, at my father-in-law's farm last week. Shaving wasn't really an option, and it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't work on me. You saw my tractor video. Yeah. yeah. I, I really work. think you could pull work. off a mustache. I think you have the right. That was five days in. I looked. You yeah. have the right facial structure for a mustache, I think. I, I just don't think. It didn't pull. It just didn't happen. All right. It didn't happen. But to settle it once and for all, yeah. we have a quiz okay. for you. 
okay, <laughs> to determine whether or not you are a hipster. The results from this will are, define... Are we'll, concrete. We'll find they are, okay. They're concrete. There's no going back, okay. Written in stone. Written in stone. For all time. Okay. All right, question number one. Yes. What city... This is a 10-question quiz. Yep. Ten what questions. city do you most want to visit? San Francisco, Omaha, Moscow, or Atlanta? Mm. <laughs> Golly. Man. Um, I mean, would, would you leave the country? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you would? The, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, whew, I had to choose. I, I guess I'd say San Francisco because I've never been to California before. All right. San yeah. Francisco. We're that, gonna lock that. That question feels in. pretty hipsterish. Just Is to start. Hip? It's just I've, I've been to it's, Atlanta. It just feels that way. Sort of to Atlanta. Ooh. All right. All right. Ooh, this is a good one. <laughs> I'm gonna say a hard P in the second one. Too. All right. Okay. What is your favorite condiment? Catsup, spelled like catsup. Gray poop on. Mm-hmm. Pardon me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, sriracha sauce or ketchup? I would say I use probably on my popcorn. I use sriracha a lot. I, I like yeah. sriracha. Too. He is a hipster. He really is. Is, really that, like... that, is that a hipster? Yeah. I just like sriracha on my popcorn. I really I like sriracha on anything. All right, your favorite color: green, blue, brown, or red? Ooh, it's a toss-up between green or red. Uh, I'll go. Uh, I'll go green. You want to phone a friend? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Call Cade. Hey, Cade, uh, you've known me for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Green or red? What was my I'm gonna go, with green. Green? Go with green. Green. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, your favorite sport? Cool. Yep. Bitch, please. Frolf, the orchestra, wrestling, or rowing? Uh, Frolf is frisbee golf. In case you didn't I, know. Can I hear those again? Yes. Your favorite sport? Bitch, please. Bitch, please. That's a sport. No. <laughs> no, it's like... it's a, As in, like, you, you don't watch sport? sports. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, frisbee golf. Yeah. Orchestra. Mm. Wrestling. Rowing. Uh, I, I don't like any of those things. I, orchestra, I guess. I, don't, I mean, I don't row. Hmm. I, don't, I don't do... I, orchestra. Maybe, like, to listen to one or to play in an orchestra? I'm locking orchestra in. Uh, let's see. What's your favorite subject? Because I can't play an instrument. Uh, physical education, mm. apathy, mm. government, mm. music, mm. or science? Uh, apathy. Apathy? Apathy. Huh. We're talking like study hall? Sleeping through study hall, right? Yeah. We're talking, yeah. 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 Uh, favorite country is <laughs> Kyrgyzstan, the Maldives. Maldives. I think it's Maldives. Ah, it's dive. I'm pretty sure I watched a, Ma- a NAS Daily video. Yeah, it's a hard dive. Uh, mm-hmm. The United States or Tuvalu? I don't know what that is. I'm, I'm not. I'm not an incredibly worldly. Pro- I did go to Iceland last year. That's like you went to Iceland. I, I can say That's that. Cool. Does that sound pretentious? <laughs> What's your uh, favorite country? Have man? you ever had a puffin omelet? No. Is that a thing? Uh, I, I, I'll say U.S. I guess I don't. United know. States. Sure. I don't think that was very yeah. hipstery. That was yeah. too patriotic. Yeah. Tuvalu. Was formos, formerly the Ellis Islands. It's a Polynesian oh, nation. Okay. Yeah. For the record. Your favorite pop star? Uh, I don't know any of these names. Niall Horan, Liam Payne, Louis or Louis Tomlin, Tomlinson, Zayn Malik, or Harry Styles. I have no clue who <laughs> any of those people are. I don't either. I think I know who Did you Zine say Lily Tomlin? Yes, Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin. Yeah, she was great in the West Wing. Yeah. 
Yeah, she was in nine to five, right? She's yeah. Not on the list though. Working oh. nine. Yeah, that's a yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Once I don't. Again, I don't know. Nine to five came out in nineteen eighty one, so it's right in your wheelhouse. I think nineteen eighty. You think so? <laughs> 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 we got to look that up now. <clears throat> yeah, uh, pick a name. Pick a name. Neil. I would, you, you go ahead. You it, take that. It one. was nineteen. I'm going to say Liam. All right. Liam Payne because it sounds like a pretty cool name. It does. All right. What was the season you were born in? I can fall, answer this. Fall slash winter. Winter. Summer. Spring. Fall slash winter. Fall. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm. I don't know about this quiz anymore. <laughs> you wear size eight shoes, like hamburgers, have hazel eyes, or have a tattoo. Uh, I mean, I guess I like hamburgers. You don't have hazel eyes. You have brown eyes. Mm-hmm. Now somebody can steal his identity when they have... That's the last yeah, piece of information they needed. It. That's all they need to know. <laughs> what color are your eyes? Ooh, this is a good question. Uh, question number 10, the final one all is... Right. You this. are taking this quiz because you think you're a hipster, you want to be a hipster, you are bored as hell, or because your friends call you a hipster but you deny it. <laughs> we'll go with the last one. All right, that test means results. Mm-hmm. Test results. I, I can't do it. Here we that. go. Drum roll. Drum roll. Uh, you have answered. <laughs> you an- what? What? Could you be less hip? Yeah. You answered three of them as a hipster. Really? Well, apparently, I'm wrong. You are not wow. a hipster. I'm not a hipster. You're there just truly Mark Brim. There we go. Wow. Man, I did not expect that to be the case. I wasn't a lot of this was either. based on my ignorance. Yeah, which is fine because if you were a hipster, you would have actually known. I think you would have said yes to the tattoo, Uh and you probably would have answered differently to the the artist. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't, uh, yeah. The reason I'm not a hipster is because of of these things I'm I'm, I'm ignorant toward. Like, I like coffee. Coffee Coffee. wasn't an option. No, but I just like coffee. I don't care what it is. Meyer brand coffee. People talking about coffee piss me off. I like I like Coors Light, but if someone's like, "Oh, I you know I found this, the, the, there's this nice IP," shut the hell up. So you know, mm. hipsters like to do that. They yeah. like to talk about beer. You, like you, you to me, you seem like the perfect Aldi shopper uh-huh. because you don't want 14 different kinds of coffee. Right. You want to go to the aisle and buy. Yeah, I need a can of tomatoes, so I bought a can of tomatoes. Let me tell you who my hero is. Okay. I will tell you who my hero is. I went to. Uh, about 15 years ago, on the east side of Richmond, a new Speedway gas station opened up. This is the second time we've talked about gas stations tonight. Yes. Huh. New Speedway, Mini Mart, uh, Cappuccino. You walk inside, big aisles, and, and it was huge, and there were sandwiches, and it was grand opening, and this was a big deal, and the gas was cheaper there. And, and freezer aisles, it was amazing walk-in, giant Mini Mart. And, and there's a guy, I don't know the guy's name, but he's my hero, probably 85. He walks in. Stands about 10 feet from the counter and says, you got a can of 7-Up in here? Doesn't want to look. <laughs> Doesn't want to look. Just He's just wanting me. someone to, yeah, just go get him a can of 7-Up. I love that guy. I don't know who he is. That's my hero. <laughs> I love that guy. He wants the can. He doesn't want to use he doesn't the want anything. machine. He doesn't want There's every selection possible. He's not going to look at it. Now, he just wants a 7-Up. When he gets, gets the can and they charge him $3.42. Yeah. Or whatever it is. Yeah. three eighty five. Yeah, three eighty five. dollars Off the top of my head. <laughs> is he gonna flip his shit and leave, or is he gonna pay it? I don't know. That's a good question. Because I feel like that guy's gonna fight. That guy will fight it. Yeah, I probably. That's why will. you'll never be that guy, Mark. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Dan. Oh. So, uh, so you, when you vacation, uh-huh. what do you do? Where do you go? What's, what is vacation for Mark Brim? How selfless is it? The man who flew in from Mexico yeah. is asking I about, about my I about vacation, your vacation. Because you just did something amazing. Oh. And what I have done The best part is amazing. I didn't sunburn. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. Well, you have dark like, features. You just, you just tan nicely. Yeah. Yeah. You should see me with my shirt off. I'd like that to. part's not tan. It's an all-over tan. No, no, <laughs> it's very much the the Cade Coger farmer tan. Huh. Cade Coger doesn't have a farmer's tan because he's a fake farmer. It's a fake farmer. <laughs> You're not, not a, a real, real farmer. farmer. I thought. Aren't you giving an ag report on this list? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. Eventually, if right. we ever get there, yeah. if we ever talk about the trip that you took to a farm. Okay, so I went to a. Are you a farmer? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, my most recent vacation was our yearly vacation to my father-in-law's uh, farm. That's, that's he, all I have to say. Does he live like up in Markle or something? He lives uh, uh, outside. Of, he lives in Garretson, South Dakota. South Dakota. Fifteen hours away. Fifteen He's, hours. Imagine so you, a Subaru with two small kids, a dog, my wife, and myself. You took the dog with 15, you? Oh yeah. Because we're gone for that. like a week and a half. I would, yeah, I would have. I would have made Jeremiah watch mine. Well, my dog Walter, he gets he gets kind of. Oh, uh, you've been watching my dogs, right? I know I was gone for a few days. I'm just hoping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're out there. Garth and Riley are okay. They're out there. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I would look into that further. If I, Mark, <laughs> I got a plane to catch. Dakota will take care of anything that may have gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, yeah. the so, so we took the dog. And, so South Dakota. Yeah. Yeah, that's where his farm is. And, uh, so did you yeah. see Mount Rushmore and, and, the, is, and the Black Hills and all nothing, that stuff or what? Nothing. This is right on the edge of Minnesota. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it just gets cold there. There's nothing cool to look so, at. So were you Sloping there? Sloping terrain. Were you there whenever Kim Jong-un attacked Mount Rushmore last week? I was. It was scary. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that is scary. <laughs> yeah. That was unfortunate. I haven't seen much of South Dakota. No, I just that part of it is really all I've seen. You just go in. It's a surgical strike. You go to that part. We go there and we visit her. What, what's your favorite we'll, store? We'll branch out sometimes. What's your favorite store in South Dakota? Uh, well, I only go to Garrett's in South Dakota, so <laughs> my favorite store is uh, uh, right on Main Street. And incidentally, my father-in-law is an organic farmer. Back when, if you said that, people would say, what the hell does that mean? He's like the first probably in the world. Uh, just I just made that up. Is it just because that's how he's always farmed? That's how he's always farmed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, purposely organic, but yeah, it's a uh, yeah. Before now, it, now it's a now it's a cool thing. But yeah, he's always done that grass fed beef, and we carry a big uh, tub of it back back home. And so yeah, you carry is, a yeah, tub, very, very hipster a tub. We put it in. A... <laughs> oh, it's all organic grass fed. <laughs> it just gets uh, lukewarm. It just get it does because we put it in hours. A yeah, uh. we put it in a cooler, and then yeah, it does get lukewarm. How do you keep the dog out of that? Uh, How do you keep Walter from very eating? Very disciplined. He does get a little, you know, he's, he kind of starts smelling. But so Garrettson yeah. is in uh, Minnehaha County, Minnehaha. South Dakota. Yeah, Minnehaha. Uh, Minnehaha. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I'm a county councilman in uh, Minnehaha. Population uh, 1100, I believe. 1201 in 2015. Oh, they, they may have updated the sign. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's uh, it's at 1500 feet. So about you're looking down on the people of Henry County. We're at about a thousand feet here. Of course, you're from Wayne County, the highest point in, in the state of Indiana. Uh, incidentally, I'm from exactly the highest point in Indiana. I grew up in Whitewater, which is just outside of Bethel, where the highest mm-hmm. point is. And the biggest problem there is that sign is always stolen because everyone <laughs> wants, they always take that sign, <laughs> highest point in Indiana. Nice. Um, but yeah, my favorite store. Uh, in South Dakota is the only store I've really been to, which is the Treasure Chest right there on Main Street in Garrison. We went there to get some sweatshirts. They 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 were closed. We went there. Did you throw a rock through the window and stimulate the economy and, and go get some sweatshirts. Everything. 
Uh, and, and someone walks up and says, oh, we'll call them. They'll open it for you. And then someone comes down, walks down and opens the store for us. Special. Yeah, very special. Because, hey, guys, I know it's a Thursday, but the tourists are in town, and they need to come in. They, yeah. And, and their grocery store is right on the main street, and it's probably about half the size of your harvest market. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have plenty of 7-Up? They have 7-Up and Tootsie Pops, reasonably priced. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That is very important. And they have South Dakota grass-fed beef. So uh, I think maybe not. I don't know. Are you familiar with the Sinclair gas station? I yes, yes, yeah. lots of Sinclairs. Yeah, but that's and not Gulf. one of your favorites. You don't like that Golf? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that dinosaur man. I don't know. I just know I'm in the West I when like I see it. the Sinclair. No, you know Unless what I, I want to go to Greensburg. See? There's one in Greensburg, Indiana. I missed the ball. I, I should try that again. I was getting ready to say I missed the balls, but that didn't. I missed the '76 balls. Remember yes. the big seven? Where yeah. the hell are those at? Uh, I think they're gone. Maybe in racing, they used to have the 76 ball. They were like a big lookout tower at racetracks. Yeah. And now they're all seven. Uh, they're all Sunoco. They're all Sunoco now. Yeah. Because all the ones around here or around Richmond, I assume here to the switch to Marathon back yeah. in 98. But I miss seeing those big round. Yeah. yeah that's while. what I want to look for. Oh, we'll write that down as one more thing yeah. that's lost to history that Mark misses. Yeah, 76. So, and uh, people would put the little 76 ball on their antennas on their cars. This is uh, your, your day job. You do uh-huh. videos, right? I make videos. You make, you make fun, funny videos on the Internet for, uh, for, a, for a university. Do we, we don't want to share your employer's name. Do it you? doesn't. No. no. Um, well, Some sort of a liberal arts Quaker <laughs> school in Wayne County. Is that, is that fair enough? I'm the mark. I'm the marketing video, video, videographer at a at a college, but I won't give the name. Right? But, no, yeah. we won't do that to you. <clears throat> but yeah, that's what I do. Yes. So, but, uh, uh, <laughs> what what do you do if, say, a local podcast reaches out and says, "Hey, Mark, using your skills and talents, uh-huh. would you mind taking this audio clip and making a nice video for it so that we can get some reach on YouTube?" I say, if I'm drunk on a Saturday night, absolutely, and then I forget about it until it is uh, yeah. brought up to me. Until yeah. it's in the show yeah. notes. Because you never delivered. I Yeah, where I forgot so about, all about this. We'll, we'll paint the and picture. And I usually charge pretty good for my freelance work, but for you guys? I mean, this, listen. <laughs> we'll work something out. You are a former radio star. Star, yes. Star. Yeah. Kicks 96. This, uh-huh. is, this is not a joke. Like, this is legitimately, I know this because. I'm currently it, on the radio, but no one hears me. Right. Uh, but you were on a major... I'm on twice a year on the best station in Richmond. Right. Yeah. Uh, 1013. You were on 96.1. I was on that one, too. Kicks 96. Mm-hmm. R- Richmond, Indiana. Yeah. Uh, every April 1st. Every April 1st. Every April 1st. <laughs> there's a picture of Pudgy Mark. Yeah, yeah. 20-year-old Mark. Yeah. Maybe 18-year-old Mark. I don't know how old he was 20 in the or something, yeah. It was a glossy. Pudgy, you, I, was, I was full. I you was were, very there full. There was a lot more then. of Mark There was more of me. And it's, uh, I'm here to make the announcement... Yeah, I've come to terms, and I will be rejoining Kicks ninety six. Uh-huh. I've known you for five or six years. Yeah. Every single Almost year, seven years. I know it is April first. Yeah, when I wake up and Mark Brim has announced his triumphant return to the radio, and people buy it every, every time, every time, and they're so excited for you. They love it. So what I'm saying <laughs> is, if you get on the right side of the Boss Hog Liberty team by following yeah. through on the promise that you made, mm-hmm. uh, we may be the bridge to getting you actually back on the radio. Yep. Well, we can make you. <laughs> we, uh, Mark, we can make you a co-host on this podcast for the low price of I don't know, sixty dollars a month. Does that sound fair? That pays probably a lot more than I earned. Yeah. No, you have to pay us. I have to pay you. Yeah. You ha- you pay yeah, us. Like a right a 60 I pay you sixty dollars yeah. a month. Yeah. 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 I still haven't got part. paid. So yeah, <laughs> this is a break-even business. Uh, <laughs> no, all we're saying is we we have this. We pitched this idea oh. of of Dakota and I. I went back. 
At one point, I once again, I, I had an idea, and then I didn't follow through on it either because mm-hmm. things got busy, got got engaged, and you know, married, and all married, that stuff. Been yeah. married, sacrificed yeah. a goat. Yeah, there was a, there was a whole thing. So, uh, but there was a early July. Uh, there was going to be a podcast um, awards event at yeah. PopCon or GenCon, one of the one of the cons in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, we're going to pull some audio and try to submit something. So I, I identified something. I was like, this is really really funny and good. So I was like, well, if we don't submit it for that, maybe we'll get Mark to take pictures and it was me it was the the story of dakota and i when i took him fishing i've taken chase fishing countless times in the last couple of months uh but dakota and i had an incident on the river where we nearly went over the waterfall oh so and it was it was an intense account uh between dakota and i and i thought maybe you could take pictures and clip art and various scenes from the internet and maybe movies and put them over the audio so it would just jump cut from to illustrate picture, what to was illustrate, happening yes here. an yeah. illustration of mm-hmm. our story Mm-hmm. And our heroes, tri- triumphant saving. I tell you how I picture this. Okay. Stop motion. What do you, you need claymation? Do you need? No. Is this gonna be like Gumby? We just do stop motion. We get a toy boat. Yes. Uh, and we create a waterfall. Okay. Yeah. We create this. Do the voiceover. Match it up. Well, we have the voiceover. Yeah. You just take the audio. Oh, yeah. And the, yeah, that, yeah, that's there. And then it's already there. All you need is a bathtub and a couple toy boats. Uh, yeah. So what I was I thinking. I have a pool. What I was thinking options. of doing. We'll do this. Was uh, this is have, a promise? Are you how drunk are you? Do you need another beer? Another beer? Well, I always need. I told beer. you to put a beer in your pocket. Did you put a beer in your pocket? I did not put a. I'm fine for now, though. I All can right. make this work. Okay, I can plow right through. <laughs> <laughs> have Have you ever seen the the casually explained uh, Facebook page where it has the animations with stick figures over top of a story? Yes, that's what I was imagining. I like that I, too. I wanted stick figure Jeremiah and Dakota in a boat about to go over a waterfall. That's what I wanted. I like and then it. Jeremiah, like, triumphantly holding up the little safety key. Fixing it. Yeah. Figuring it out. And there being, like, a golden glow we were it. We were literally five to ten seconds from abandoned ship, Mark. Really? It was... How did you get out of this? <laughs> well, first of all, you should go back and listen to the episode. I should listen to I sent you the well, thing. Okay. Yeah. You did. He... Will you resend that <laughs> all to me? Uh, and, then I'll, and then I'll work on it. I'll, I'll put it together. I don't know, Mark. It says on my show notes. Yeah. Cannot be trusted. I that is true, but I totally forgot what happened. I was tipsy, uh, and I was at home. Like, here's was, here's what happened. Yeah, for your safety, so you don't get hurt. Mm-hmm. A boat has a little a little clip you, you attach to your belt on one end, and then yeah. if you get ejected from the boat, if you fly out of the boat, it pulls a cord, and there's a little lever that 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 clip is retained by. And if that lever is dropped down, it's in the open position. Mm-hmm. The motor will not fire. It'll kill the motor. So if you've got the motor turned off and you've accidentally flipped that switch down, no matter what you do, no matter how much you choke it, no matter how many times you pump the fuel ball, that motor will not fire. Which in the case of an emergency, when you're going to go over a damn waterfall, yeah, is a serious problem. So I went through my mental checklist like 14 times with Dakota going, I've got to do this, that, that, that. And then finally flipped that switch and it fired right up. I was, I was controlling the trolling motor at the front of the boat. The water was running so hard. It was not a normal day on the river. It was a high water situation, very intense waterfall. I'm retelling a story that's already in the podcast feed. I apologize to this for this, but Mark didn't watch. Now we're here. We are. Uh, the the trolling motor would barely hold our position. Mm-hmm. That was it. Like it was everything full power straight ahead. The trolling motor would barely hold your position. And then as we got closer, we had dropped anchor. Yeah, as we got we closer to the waterfall, the trolling motor did less and less, as you can imagine. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
It was a very stressful situation, but I knew that I would be okay up at the front of the boat with the trolling motor because I was farthest away than what Jeremiah was, and I could easily jump out where if Jeremiah heard, would have to get up out of the seat. If you heard Jeremiah splash, you know you had to go quickly. <laughs> I was on a jet ski one time, and I forgot to put the kill switch on my vest. Yeah. Uh, and the whole point of being on a jet ski is you're trying to throw yourself and whoever's yeah. with you off of the jet ski, right? Mm-hmm. That's what, at least that's what I do. Yeah. And so I finally succeeded in throwing myself and my passenger. But you off, forgot the kill switch. And the kill switch wasn't attached to my vest. <laughs> so I'm in the water, and the jet ski's just doing circles. <laughs> and I can't, I so can't then, swim fast enough to catch so it. So then you've got a rodeo back yeah. on. It's so like luckily, shark. this guy came by on a boat, and he had his kid jump on it. It was really awesome. <laughs> the kid jumped on it and rode it back over me. I was like, ah, thanks, man. A hero. Wow. A yeah. hero. I want to recreate it that was, one. It was scary. Well, Can we combine these to where they happen at the same time? Yes. yes. See, I'm picturing you guys like Western, like there's a waterfall and there's bears eating fish, and you guys are about to go over it. Yeah, and we're in like a we're in like a paddle boat with mustaches yeah. and cowboy hats. Yeah, that's <laughs> the way that I picture this when I listen to the story. There's so many there's so many ways yeah. this could have gone. I'm picturing Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. <laughs> <laughs> it was more. Um, more like the great outdoors. Uh, right. So we've gotcha. seen a couple of videos that you made personally here recently because it, yes. apparently you like some sort of unique trucks. Uh, I like very ununique trucks. I, mm. I like I like the seventy three to eighty seven Chevy pickups. There's like sixty billion of them in existence. The reason I, the reason billion. I like those wow. trucks is because yes. you can get air in through the window yep. and through the floor. Floor vents from the outside. You get oh, the yeah. floor vents in them. They're the best of all worlds. They're cheap to maintain. You still get that old truck feeling. They're reliable. They're rugged, and with all of the modern safety features and efficiencies. Uh, you're eighty. What year is yours? Eighty-five. Tell me about the airbags your eighty-five has. When I say safety, features, <laughs> you have shoulder belts and you have crumple zones. Uh, that's about it. In a square body, we we die like real men. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I've had I've had two. Really? I, I just recently sold mine. Uh, Last, was actually this spring. Yeah, it was yeah this year. That was an awesome truck. Yeah, you did a lot of of that work to it as well, didn't you? Yep. You need to get another one. I miss it. You don't have any right. I'll have to. I'll definitely. So if he uh, got a motorcycle instead, if Cade uh, gets one, can he be in your square body club? Yes. Tell tell us about that. What is that? Uh, The Wayne County Square Body Club. Oh, you have to move to Wayne County. You have to move. Ooh. Mm. People he, from everywhere are part of it. I'm it's hard, it's of, hard to pick up my fake farm and just move a county over. <laughs> yeah, I'm, Maybe you could you could fake farm one acre over in Wayne County. <laughs> I'm in the Wayne County. Yenos. In the Wayne County Square Body Group, I'm in there. You're in that club. I am. Because you club. used to have a square body. I, it wasn't well, a true square body. It was like a 90. Mine was a 91. Not, not Chevy. permitted. No. no. Mm-hmm. But you saw it, and you added me to the group. Do you remember? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. I add everyone to the group. I no longer have that. I'm in the group. You're in the group? Yeah. There you go. And I have a Tahoe. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get one. They're great. They're the uh, best truck I grew ever up made. With them. My dad had an 84. It was a half-ton gold. And then, Beautiful. And then he had a, an 85 half-ton. It was blue dual gas tanks. Nice. Yeah. Ah, uh, duals. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was fun. They're great trucks. They when I say easy, fun, but... it didn't run well. The, and the, the little, the little uh, I say little, but the, the gray one. Was uh, I think it has had less. I, I don't know what the motors were in those things. It may have been a V six. It was it was way underpowered. Oh yeah, huh. that's what mine is. Yeah. mine's a V six with a low geared transmission. Yeah, it was no power. It had no power at all. The other well, one was more of a pulling truck. Maybe if your dad had watched some of Mark's 
instructional videos, he would have he would have been able to get it up and running. So your your latest video, Mark, I watched it, and I I don't think I will ever need to know about how to change the carburetor in a 1987 Chevrolet. But yet I watched you do it, uh, and I learned that one you forgot to take pictures on the front end. Yeah, and two you bought a replacement that was not a direct swap because because what was in it was from an Oldsmobile. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, made a lovely three-quarter ton Chevy in 87. Yeah. No. No. What, what kind of Oldsmobile do you think it was from? Is it on the Cutlass um, or something? I have no clue. Olds 88. No clue whatsoever. But, I, I just took a photo. You had to send the old carburetor back to the company. And I said, well, I'm, I'm not going to send you what you sent me. And they said, that looks like an Oldsmobile carburetor, but that's fine. We don't care. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So you sent it to the company, and they still got you what you needed? Yeah. Ah. Well, that's, they sent me the carburetor first, and then I took my old one off and sent it back. That, that's great customer yeah. service. I wish that a local video maker had that level of customer service. That would be nice. That would be really nice <laughs> to get well, back with you. And... We've offered him exactly $0, but we're letting him in on the inside of the dream. Yeah, So exactly. Uh, it was great, though, and that's what it occurred to me. I've made videos for seven years now, and it only occurred to me recently. I'm like, how about I make some videos that I, that I enjoy making? Maybe some fun so, stuff, huh? Yeah. Does your square body truck have air conditioning? Because this oh, has no. been the hottest summer. I have ever felt no, in my no, life. No, no, no. You get in. You when you get in. If you have air conditioning, you by God, don't turn it on. No, you get in and you have a vinyl seat and you just stick to that thing. Your back Ooh. melts to. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. That's part of the I, fun. I, mine had AC. I called it two by eighty. Before, two windows down, eighty mile an hour. Yeah. Before the uh, wedding, a couple weeks ago, Kate and I were talking. It was probably it was probably the Monday night before the wedding. Kate and I were talking. If I remember right, I can remember that far back really well. Um, you were bailing. And you said you just you were dying. Oh yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, back in back in straw bailing season, mm-hmm. yo, so many weeks ago. Yeah. So so you say Dakota in our show notes that you prefer. I, by the way, I want to talk about these show notes for a minute. Yeah, we can uh, talk about this. It. Looks like hell. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, the show notes are well prepared, and uh, they they're in a word document. And they get emailed to everybody, and they're in a PDF, and they get put into the, the Patreon group for the Patreon people so they have them ahead of time. Instead, this week, Dakota's like, uh, you guys are just, we're going to, new thing, we're going to uh, give you the show notes. As soon as the show starts, you're all going to get a copy of the show notes. I'm like, it that's was, never going to work. It was unanimously voted on. By you. It, one nothing vote. Audrey, uh, Audrey voted as well. <laughs> so instead, I'm like, no, you need to send us a picture of it or something. Because he's like, I, I didn't save it, and I printed them, and I've got them here. I'll bring them tonight. Okay. So instead, I, I, I fight with Dakota, as we often do, <laughs> and I got him to take a picture of it, and I converted it into a PDF and put it into the uh, the chat the chat, or, and, and into the, the Patreon group. And then we get to the house, and Mark, Mark and I are here, and Dakota's like, oh, I had to go back to the uh, place that I had them at. I didn't have my keys. Mm-hmm. So we have no show notes. So we had to print off the photograph, turn into a PDF, and now we have... It looks like a size 14 font at the top and a size 3 font at the bottom. So by by the time we get to the end of the show, we're yeah. all going to have the, we're going to be up to our eyeballs uh trying to read this thing. But yeah, we have show notes. It's hilarious. It's really 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 good. And I had them like I have this little paper clip stand that I use and uh I had I put it in that stand so I could take a better picture and <laughs> it that ended up being a good thing. Because I can imagine if there were like shadows on this and we couldn't see it, <laughs> it's rough. You didn't observe the rule of thirds. And and when this happened, uh, I think we probably used 
I, the whole thing is printed on inkjet printer, which is m- the most expensive liquid in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. I think we probably took like 45 pages worth of ink to do each one of these. Yeah. Uh, yeah so it's, it's going to be thing. good. Yeah. So anyway, all right. So it's been a hot <laughs> summer. Dakota, in the show notes, you said that every day of the month reached 70 degrees since 1886. Uh, that was. Are we the, talking about February or what month? No, was this? that was the month of May. May was the hottest summer on record uh, in the state of Indiana since nineteen or eighteen seventy six. Eighteen seventy. Cade, will you yeah. explain to me uh, what he's talking about? Well, that's a different statistic. Oh, gotcha. May. Yeah, was summer. No, it's not a summer month. It's just <sighs> May was the hottest month. Sorry, the show <laughs> notes are off. <laughs> May was the hottest. Yeah. I blame um I blame RTV six because this is where I copied and pasted from. <laughs> is this Bob Gregory or Kevin Gregory or Richard Gregory? You don't Amazing. know Indianapolis TV, do you, Mark? No, I don't have no, to. Uh, yeah, I, I know Randy Ellis. You do know Randy. Do you Ellis. get the Greater Cincinnati? I know his area? name. Dayton. Are you, do you get Dayton TV or? Just, yeah. or I don't or, get any TV. I don't have TV hooked up. But yeah, I'm aware of it. Well, we don't have cable either. We're. Yeah. Dakota and I have shared services with YouTube and, and Hulu. I use his Hulu and he uses my direct TV or my uh, my YouTube TV. So we don't pay for cable either. We're cord cutters. Oh, gotcha. You're such a hipster. You don't have yeah. cable. I don't have cable, no. All right. So you, you really don't know what local channels they get in your town. Eight? Not a clue. Seven? You guys get greater Cincinnati area. At least that's uh, what, that's what, we, that's what we get whenever we are down there. You're, I think you're different. I think you are Cincinnati down there, but I think what? Richmond is Dayton. Oh, yeah. We get a probably. lot of Dayton, yeah. Yeah, because they, yeah, they try to, they kind of horn in on our news a little bit. When you live, <laughs> when you live in Richmond you, you, uh, and you're in Dayton, you get to see the, the storm that's hitting you now when you yeah. turn on TV. Mm-hmm. And if you're in Indianapolis, you see what hit, you know, you're just in a terrible spot for weather. Mm-hmm. Anywho. That's why we have the internet. It's a lovely thing. So, uh, all right, Mark Brim, why are you making it so hot outside? So is this why, I was wondering, yeah, next up on the list, is says, why is Mark Brim doing this to us? Yeah, why are you making it so hot? <laughs> Originally, I thought... Because you drive a square-body Chevy. And Those have horrible gas mileage. I get 22 I miles saw, to the gallon. I saw a video of you on, like, yeah. a, a 1920s vintage tractor yeah. today. Yeah, that was yeah. a, a 70s, 60s? Probably a 70s. Yeah. Okay. Not 1920s? <laughs> The part of the video I have to show you, since you're a, a farmer, <laughs> yeah. is is the starting of the tractor. Uh-huh. Because the uh, reason the reason he's yeah. a fake farmer. Why is he a fake farmer? Fifteen second primer. What happened, Cade? You look like a farmer, or or you lift weights. Yeah, I I farm. It's an inside joke. Why? Yeah. Is it, what, what, why do we joke about that? Um, I've been told that I'm not a real farmer. Why? Because I didn't grow up in the era of tractor that you're talking about. You have newer equipment. <laughs> yeah. And so that doesn't make you a real farmer. Yes. Yep. That should make you a really I good do have farmer older because equipment, you, you I have can older afford equipment. new equipment. I still have older equipment. And yeah. also yeah. because he can afford to take his family on vacations. Yes. Yeah. Real yeah. farmers are poor. Correct. Like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go once a year, you go on vacation. <laughs> I, to once go farm. a year, I do. I, I, I once a year sort of help, but not really, my father in law. So does that qualify as farmer? <laughs> I mean, you come home with beef. <laughs> I don't want to say that to a real farmer. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I want to come to the meetings, and I want to be a part of the Farm Bureau. That's Mark Brim. <laughs> yeah, totally. Give me my cheap insurance. So the fact you're a successful farmer makes you not a real farmer? Yeah. Huh. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. 
I had no choice. I was born into it. All right. So from the All fake right. from the fake farmer. So to start kid. this, Oliver, he has to take a <laughs> screwdriver and to cross the the poles on the on the starter. Yeah, on the starter. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's really that's an old square body trick. Sometimes yeah. is it? I've done that a few times. Yeah. I want to do that. Yeah. Can I do that even if my starter works? Yeah, maybe your key doesn't work. I think you're jumping the. Ignition. Yeah, your key just yeah. jumps it. That's all it is. Yeah, huh. you're making the your key. Mister Mechanical, I don't know over how here, things work. When you <laughs> turn when you turn your key, all you're doing is you're closing a circuit, which kicks on your starter. Am I correct? Yep. Yeah. See, I'm, oh, I we just do that school. anyway. Yeah. So that's yeah. all you're doing with the you're replacing the key with. See, a, I'm a college thing. dropout. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a university man. Come on. <laughs> oh. All right, it's time for a new segment on the show. It's uh, called Cade's Corner. It's corner with a K. <laughs> when did we start replacing everything with K's? I don't know. I, like I, I just like it. I think Spangle started that, didn't he? Cade Coger's Corner. KKK. <laughs> oh, it's ugly. Okay. The dark, so, dark tradition you're starting. I really want to know uh, if this hot weather, that like the 115 degree heat index that we had a few weeks ago, um, if that has a poor effect on your crops. Um, yeah, it's it's a little hot. It'd be worse if it was hot and dry, but we've had pretty good moisture, um, so it's not as bad. But um, normally, as far as corn goes, they don't like to see it any hotter than 86. Oh, okay. And they don't like to see it any colder than, like, 55. So that's kind of the temperature range where where they grow the best. It's a pretty wide range. I didn't realize so, it was that, that yeah. large. Yeah, if it gets any hotter than that, especially when it's dry, it kind of, especially now, this this period, uh, we're about Mid- two months July. in. Yeah, we're about two months in on the growing season, and... They're starting to silk if, if you're driving around, you see them tasseling and putting ears yeah. on and stuff. So um, as it gets hotter and drier, it'll actually start hurting the silks. So by the time they go to pollinate, when they're pollinating, if they're not silked well, then they don't they don't produce very so much. So another question I have mm-hmm. is um, a couple weeks ago at work, a, a co-worker of mine, his, his friends are going to be detasseling corn this year. And he told me, but you would have to know the guy, and it would make the it would make a lot more sense. But he was he was basically going on a rant and said that the only reason that farmers hire kids to detassel corn is to teach them that they need to get a good education. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? I think you have to have spent some time doing that job to understand that. I, I mean, I, honestly, I didn't know of anyone around here that really did a whole lot of that anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. I know but it had stopped. It's just I not. Got... It's just not a fun job. Yeah, it's just. It's always hot. Just always like it has been, and I grew up, you know, producing sweet corn and stuff. And we used to pick it in five gallon buckets and then fill a truck bed full, and that was risking heat stroke every day of every summer as I was growing up. Yeah, I, I they had already stopped detasseling corn by the time I was in high school, but yeah. uh, whenever I, <laughs> four years ago, we, well, actually this uh, this job was in uh, junior high, so it was a little bit longer than that. But uh, whenever I was in junior high, uh, the a local farmer uh, op- farming operation and also the owners of the airport here um, hired me and I was walking up and down the rows of corn and cutting down sunflowers. Mm-hmm. And that was a horrid job yeah. because there were bees that liked the sunflowers mm-hmm. a lot. It sucked. Uh, Everyone needs to suffer on a farm. Yeah. yeah. Everyone yeah. It, builds, it builds character. Women, it does. children, men, they all, they're, everybody's supposed to suffer. Yeah, that is also That's where right. I learned how which to drive a why, stick shift, which is why the, uh, the number one Valuable. suicide profession is farming. Yeah, I, uh, is it? Yeah, yeah really? Yeah, I had no clue. Yeah, 
Huh. This is a big shout out to everybody listening in their uh, in their tractor today. By the way, we're the number one tractor <laughs> podcast in East Central Indiana. Way to take uh, a dark turn. I we talked about suicide <laughs> twice now. <laughs> I, I thought farmers Hello, were happy. My old friend. Uh, yeah. So uh, that's that. I learned how to drive a stick shift on that farm, and it was a '53 dump truck, um, really old. And uh, the uh, the older gentleman who owned the airport. Uh, Came up to me and asked. I was 15. This is the Marlot family? Yes. And uh, he came up to me and said, do you know how to drive a stick? And I said, and, you know, me being 15 and terrified to ever say no. Of course I do. I was like, yeah, I do. And I had, like, a little Honda, like, mini bike at the time exactly that you had to shift. Same. And I was like, it's going to be the same thing. You just watch the RPMs mm-hmm. and then shift it. It was much different because there's a clutch. because you had to release the clutch to go Mm -hmm. and i ended up taking it into a ditch that day (laughs) i got dropped i got dropped in the middle of a a fresh cut wheat field after we built straw on it and we had a five-speed old ford truck i just got thrown in the truck and said figure it out yeah i spent the whole afternoon out there just figuring it out i know how difficult i know how to drive a stick but i've never owned a stick so it's always been somebody else's so it's not like if you you know if you don't own a stick shift vehicle i'm competent yes i can do it but don't expect it to be smooth. But I can, yeah. you know, I can start at a red light, and I can, you know, I can drive mm-hmm. driven to Columbus, Ohio, and back in one before. That's I can do it. We might stall at a four way stop. Yeah, and <laughs> on a hill. We're gonna on pray. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> pray to God that there's no hill. I used to borrow my brother's. My brother had a little Ranger. Yeah. Uh, and if my car was in the shop, I'd borrow his Ranger. And he lived over on the way to Kennard. So if you're not looking local, you can try to Google it and look it up. But there's. <laughs> Basically, it, there was a road that runs uh, – there's a north-south road that goes to Westwood Lake, uh, and it intersects with Greensboro Pike. Mm-hmm. That has a hell of a hill. Yeah. yeah. And, a, and it's really blind corner, on both sides. And a blind sides. corner. Yeah. So I'm sitting there praying to God that there won't be a car coming at the blind <laughs> corner so that I don't have to stop. <laughs> because if I have to start from a dead stop on a hill like that, I I may die. But I, And I had to, and I, I did it just fine. But uh, – yeah, it was. It takes talent, you know, or finesse. It's not. It's not talent, but you have to have practice. Mm-hmm. And if you don't drive one every day, uh, the best you can hope for is to be somewhat competent, mm-hmm. and then to buy the guy a clutch when you return it to him. All right, sounds like best a- thing to learn on is a diesel because you can't stall it as easy. Really, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, that's what I learned. They generate enough torque; it just comes right through the clutch. Huh? Yep. There we go. The more you know. The more you know. Yeah. Okay. So we're talking about our past here. Past. Jeremiah wanted us to talk about what the most superior decade is. And, and I take issue with a lot of what you said here. So, I, I, <laughs> once again. I knew you would. I, I, know, I wanted the, it the to be triggering. Thing, the, important, the important thing is that Mark takes my side uh, in all of this. In all of it, this. It, I, I, I protest the show notes on a regular basis. So, who, who came up with these? <laughs> I, what happens in the, the 70s, is, 80s, 90s, 2000s? Some of these bullet points here were yours? No. These I, were yours. All we do, you saw the group chat. Uh-huh. And somehow, by the way, in the group chat, as we planned this week, I wasn't like, really listening. Three to the group extra chat, people though. got in there. Yeah. And I don't know they how your sock accounts really... all got to come in. Sock accounts. <laughs> but they have, they have very unique these profiles. These were real people. They're real people. Yeah, I can't get They're Roy to add me back. I can't get Roy to add me back on Facebook. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he needs to be your friend. So anyway. I'll talk to him. Uh, the, uh, we're, we're ha- we go through and we have a group conversation. Yeah. And magically somehow we, we, have, we have a chat for a week. Uh-huh. And then uh, about the day before, Dakota will take whatever we talked about in the chat and turn it into a one-page of show notes. And that's what magically creates our show. Gotcha. I messaged Dakota this afternoon 
early afternoon and said, do we have any semblance of show notes or an idea no, of what we're doing today? Been, yeah. And no. he's like, absolutely not. No. I, uh, trying to have a conversation that goes in any sort of a straight line with Mark Brim, that's going to be a bottle episode so that it's not going to be truly dated. I like to, uh, you know, I, in our individual chat on Facebook, right. I, like to, I like to take it in different directions. Yeah. I like to open you up to new things. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. And I like to rename Mark, all of you. I like to give you different yeah, nicknames. We were exposed uh, to a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremiah's nickname was my favorite. <laughs> because every time you sent a picture, it said, <laughs> it said, penis beef sent a photo. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was quite the, quite the day. Uh, it was good. And he was doing this from Mexico. Yes. That's the amazing I had the thing. data plan. That's a uh, lot. Of yeah, money. you're welcome. That's a socialist country now, isn't it? It is, yeah. <laughs> Truly. Here's the thing about the kind wall of that, for that they built in some areas uh, if you get on a plane, you fly right over it. <laughs> if you get on a boat, you sail right around it. The wall doesn't keep me out mm-hmm. uh, or in. All right, so so we said, yeah. I, I want to talk to Mark about what is a superior decade. Superior decade. Now, Dakota, uh, we posted the show notes, and the lovely Sarah Potter Moral said, what the hell is wrong with the 2000s? Because we put 1970s, 1980s, 1990s. And then the 2010s. Skip. Completely yeah. skip the 2000s. Yeah. There's no chance that that's the superior, the superior decade to Dakota. No, it's not. No, the 2000s is, isn't even the superior decade to me, I don't think. Maybe in the sense of the, how great the technology is. We're going to call time out for a second and read the chat. Uh, yeah, we need to do. 92 Dakota <laughs> HD. Uh, he's got a real name. His, yeah, it's Zach. Zach Bertram. He says his mom once had to start, a, uh, start on a hill with a square body truck manual. And there was a Rolls Royce behind her, and it scared her to death. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So nice. That'd be worse. I think at that point, you put the parking brake on, you get you out, wave and, you, and you wave the Rolls around. You're like, no, no, you go ahead. If it was a Buick, I'd try it, but a Rolls, we're just going to say the hell with it. Square body yeah. stick shift is a L, one, two, three. There's a, yeah. You got three in you reverse, got the that's it. Yep. Three mm. in re- well, you have four, technically. Your first gear is a low granny gear. Yeah. So you could put it in that and be okay. Just can't go more than a mile an hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Dakota, walk us through your logic. And Mark has already protested. Yep. I, I'm protesting the hell out of it. Yeah, there's a All few right. things on there I'd protest to. All right. Really? So, let's let's talk. <laughs> the 1970s, you said. Yep. And so, why are we starting with the 70s? Because. Uh, that's what Jeremiah wanted to start oh, with. You start I, thought you'd, I thought you would pick the 70s. I think that. The, Did I? I can't I, remember what I said. I yeah. found you a house, by the way. A couple weeks ago, we were in our group chat. That was a beautiful house. And it was on. Uh, it was in White Estates, my neighborhood. Uh-huh. Uh, it's one hundred and hundred and fifty nine thousand, uh, and I'm sure it has already sold. I haven't gone back to look, but it ha- a house like that had to sell instantly. But it had burnt orange everywhere. It had up and touched or redecorated Wood in paneling. the forties. It needed the 40s. so much work. No, was, you needed to time as you needed to get it that was house in ready to market. Is this a normal housing uh, price for Newcastle? That's disgusting. <laughs> Six figures. Six figures. I mean, it depends on what you want. I, I, I truly think... That seems like a lot to me. Like I truly a, a think normal Henry house County, in Richmond is like $17. <laughs> Henry County is so close to having new homes built because the housing stock of something that is in the you know three or four bedroom with you know 2,000 square feet, mm-hmm. the inventory is so low that the pricing is just jacking up. And it's all, it's all you're, designed... You're in the 150 to 160s. It's so all designed in mid, mid-century modern. No one wants to put the work in to gut those mm, places. Gotcha. So, yeah. That's all I, I need to that. be. Once again, I I love the house. Mark and I are like kindred spirits. I as I is. really do like those those styles as well. Mm-hmm. And I could totally do like if I had a basement in the house, I would want it to look like it's 1977 in there. Oh yeah. I want to I want to pretend like 
uh, I, you know, it's just like a haze of smoke over. A pool yeah. Table. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. I would put a console TV in the basement and I would just drink, uh, every, every night afternoon, maybe yeah. even morning. I don't just, know. Day yeah. just day I, drinking. I sent Mark, uh, oh, two or three weeks ago. I sent him a, maybe it was four to six weeks ago now, if I remember my timeline correctly. Uh, it was an Apple TV that somebody had converted over to work on the console TV. That was wonderful. And I instantly thought of you. Yeah. That was I did think that was really cool. I saw that picture. That was really neat. I actually have in my living room uh 87 Zenith TV, hollowed it out, made it a bookshelf for the kids. It's not an aquarium? No. That's awesome. They make nice bookshelves. Yeah, that's a really good idea. I like that. Hmm. You're a genius. I am. I really You're a genius, Mark. Just go any, to any good will. Get yourself a console TV. Go to town on that thing. Huh. Yeah. Did you shoot the interiors that you took out? No, this is before I was making videos. Oh, yeah, yeah, that would have been a good video, man. I'm sure that you probably could have got some advertising revenue off of that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you have 70s, 80s. now. I will say something about the 60s. Okay, just popped into it's, my it's head right the other day. In. Is it okay if I say something about the 60s? Of course. Uh, actually, I'm going to say something about 1959, and then I'm going to say something about the. Um, on uh, Netflix, they have the Twilight Zone on the original Twilight Zone, nineteen fifty nine. Oh, yeah. It's held up, totally held up. Yeah. You don't if you get into the story, you don't feel like you're watching an old show. Another one that's held up, nineteen sixty to nineteen sixty five, Dick Van Dyke show. Tripping over the couch is still funny, no matter what area you're in. Because they designed it to where there's no mention of any current event, no exterior shots. You don't see cars or anything aside from like people maybe smoking or something. That's exactly like totally this show today. Not dated. No current events. Mm-hmm. No cars. No cars. And Nothing. no smoking. This this is timeless. What we're doing today is timeless. Yes. I am Dick Van Dyke. You are Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> Where's my hat? Yes. <laughs> oh, that was good. 1970s, birth of mid-century modern decorating. Yep. The worst style orange, there wood is. paneling, green curtains. We're returning to that. Oh, I hope not. Color? That kind of color? I mean, it's coming back. Who doesn't like a good green tub? You can't tell if it's dirty or not. Yeah. Oh. It's ready to go. Because if you, now you wouldn't remember because you're 17, 19, 20, 22? 22. He you're, was born in You're 19. young, right? 28. What are you, 28. Okay. So you're not. I'm 35. I'm 35 and you're yeah. 35. So yeah. we remember the early 90s when everything was white. Yes. Everything was white. Yes. The couch was white. The be. curtains were white. The floor was white. It was awful. Everything was white. And the, uh, you wanted, the best thing you could have was a brand new laminate floor. Yeah. Not, no, uh, uh, the roll one piece, yeah. linoleum, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Covering beautiful hardwood. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. My, nice to cover up the hardwood. My parents went to Meyer Furniture and Appliance, and they uh, they had a brand new, this is probably 1994, they had the, the laminate floor put down, mm-hmm. linoleum, one piece linoleum floor, and then as they were moving the refrigerator back, it scratched the linoleum. So oh, they had to take oh. everything back out, pull up linoleum, and start it over. Yeah. It was a great like, era of flooring. In one piece. Mm-hmm. And I think now we're returning to more color. We're returning yeah. to better options. Welcome to our gray studio. Yes. In, in the modern era here, everything is gray. This is this is. We just bad. live in we live in gray. I like the hardwood floors. And then so. here you have music getting better in the nineties, <sighs> and I think that probably belongs what late sixties and seventies. Yeah. Well, see, if I, I had to pick an era mm-hmm. for music to relive, that's okay. I would. But I would, oh, yeah. would agree with that. But in the eighties, 
music went way downhill. Yeah. Way downhill so in the 80s. It went way downhill, and that's yeah, why in the okay. 90s it started it climbing. It started again. recovering. Yeah. Okay, I got you. That's, that's where that's coming from. So really? you said in the 1970s we had good video games, or cool yeah, video games. We had cool, like the, I don't know, like the good retro video games that you could get on Like the, Pac-Man? Yeah, and Donkey Kong. Gal- Galaga. Was yeah. that 70s? Centipede. I, see, I don't know. I think that was the early 80s, but they may have been, they may have yeah, been Atari. I, I I've never been into video games. I think that was an Atari, that, that all, all those were Atari games. Now, TV shows in the 70s started to become more intellectual. Pac-Man was released by Nintendo in May of 1980. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. So we're going to strike yeah. that one. So from, close. From what was cool yeah. in the 70s, we they have to remove did, that You did have Pong. I know that. But was that was cool? Was Pong? Pong is pretty cool. Was that Pong 70s? is making... Com- it's on Wii now. Really? You can download it on pr- for free on pretty much any console. Huh. Yeah. See, I know. So if we go back to totally, talk about the 60s a little let me, bit. Let me confess my ignorance. I've never played a video game. Did you life. ever watch Mad Men? Oh, yeah. Yeah. See that you watched, mm-hmm. and that was the '60s. Yeah, that's so for, a good show. for you, a little I, bit. They took some liberties, I think, but yeah. Well, okay, but it's supposed to take place in the '60s. Yeah, I guess I. The question I have to ask is: I, we're debating decades, and what was the? Uh, this is probably the superior decade for Mark Brim to have lived in. For your, I, we'll see your mid thirties, the area, the age you are now. Right, the perfect time for you to be thirty-five. Would that have been in 1965 or 1975 or a different year? I'd say 75. 1975. Yeah. So you would rather be in the Rockford Files than in Mad Men? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Totally. Rockford Files is probably one of the best shows ever made. Because, I don't even know that I've seen that. Because you're, you're unreachable? Honest, you must. You're completely unreachable. <laughs> you're completely you, unreachable. You couldn't, they could, nobody could call you. No one could call you. All you could do is call into a messenger service at a mm-hmm. payphone, mm-hmm. and you just needed a shitload of quarters in your car. Yeah. Yeah. Dimes. Well, probably oh, in the yeah. early 70s. Yeah, probably yeah. so. <laughs> I love the attention to detail. <laughs> <laughs> and a bag of Tootsie Pops is only five cents. The best thing was you could make shit up. Like and, now if I say something like, like, oh, did you watch oh. Stephen Colbert last night? He had a guest on who blah, blah, blah. And and you could make it. People just made, people created their own reality. Right. Now you could just look it up and say, no, that didn't happen. That's bullshit. Yeah. That was bullshit. Yeah. yeah, but but if you the Rockford Files basically it was him driving around Southern California mm-hmm. from Los Angeles to he lived in Malibu so yeah. no matter where he, the guy went you had to go like an hour yeah to go to you know you go to Long Beach and it's like an hour and a half from where he's at I don't, you've never been to California but I've never been to California I'd like to go to San Francisco how have you not been to, to California <laughs> to check out the spots in the show I'm poor <laughs> can't make it anywhere. <laughs> Uh, the, I mean, at 23 miles per gallon, we could get to a GoFundMe uh, for, for your for the fuel, green truck. for the green truck. This would be a great GoFundMe. And it would be the greatest vlog ever. The you could green be a cross-country truck. correspondent for the Boss Hog. Yeah. This would be we get a couple, yeah. a couple GoPros on the dash. I could be your Charles Perrault. <laughs> we, we put, a couple, we could put a, couple gas ca- uh, uh, a couple gas cans in the back. Yeah. And uh, we'll give you a, a cooler. Uh-huh. Not, a, not a good cooler. An old cooler that's going to melt in the heat. Great. And then it's just you and a couple of GoPros, and we send you west. We have you. I don't drive get around. a DSLR. Uh, get some good tight shots. I guess okay. if you have to. Okay, good. All right, and then we just we send you across across the Great West. Every you know we take maybe you take old Route sixty six going there, mm-hmm. and then you get to Santa Monica and you you check things out. There's already a YouTube channel where a guy does that. Yeah, the Daily Woo. Okay, this yeah. is the Boss Hog Liberties version of it. Okay, and it's just Mark seeing the West for the first time. In the truck. In the truck. I and then it. if it breaks down, oh, even better. Yeah. yeah. That's we've conflict, got, which is you, what makes we've the got story. You overheating. Yeah. yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. We have an, uh, a protagonist, which is Mark. Uh-huh. 
We have a good storyline, which is he loves to explore and travel. Uh, we have a good antagonist, which is life. Yes. <laughs> and the conflict, whether or not the truck will make it. And yeah. we'll create a, a false narrative or a false thing. You have to complete the whole thing in 96 hours. Really? Ooh, nice. Yeah. Man. Get from here to there in 96 hours. Oh. So you'd have four days. So I'm hauling cores? Yeah. 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 All right. Do we want to send you through the mountains or through the low country? Uh, oh, through the mountains. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. All right. So we've gone uh, way off I'll track. I'll tell you why the Rockford Files was good. Not because of the things that dated. The Rockford Files was the first show where your hero was an anti-hero. He wasn't some. He wasn't ball- a cop. He wasn't a cop. He wasn't some ballsy guy who was out, you know, to get the ladies and to, you know, uh, kick ass and take names later. He your didn't hero- want to do the job. Your hero is always broke. He's always broke. He's, he doesn't want. He actually asks about money. Money's never an issue in in these shows. It's just good against bad. How much did it cost a day to hire him? Two hundred dollars plus expenses, and and so people would say, "Hey, I need you. Please, will you save me?" And he'd be like, "No, you know. Well, well, can I run a credit check on you?" So he didn't <laughs> want to do this. He didn't want to be a good guy. He was a wimp. He didn't want to fight. So yeah, I like that. He Where'd, wasn't just you know some he, suave. Like he had a gun, it. but he didn't carry it on his hip. He carried it. Yeah, he put it in his cookie jar. I mean, it was great. <laughs> he was he was an anti-hero. He was a wimp. He was a loser, but you still liked him. That's and that that has started all kinds of shows where there's anti-heroes like that. Right. Yeah. Mm. And then the other one on the comedy side, 1970s, Bob Newhart. Show. Of course. He didn't have kids. He wasn't a goofy dad. He didn't want to. Bob Newhart at the end of that show, he's, they tried to write in him having kids. He's like, right. I love it. What do you want to? What do you think of him having? Yeah, it's great, the greatest thing ever. I'd love to have, see him have kids. Who's playing Bob? Yeah, <laughs> he didn't want to be the punchline dad. Oh it, yeah, it was totally a totally different show. And there was not the the thing about Bob. It was a little bit, but I think it led the way to shows like Seinfeld and stuff. There was not that moment at the end, that sweet moment or anything. It was just a funny show. Yeah, there was no moral to the story. That's a good show. So I, that's why I think the seventies is really set the set the way for TV as we know it now. And even the 80s. Okay, so we go into the 80s. Yeah. Uh, it's all crap. We hate everything. Is there any redeeming quality of the 80s for you, Mark? Uh, no. Well, the 80s, there are the endearing shows for people like you and I, Dukes of Hazard, Fall Guy, A-Team. They're not good shows. Coach. Coach. Newhart. Newhart. Not the Bob Newhart show. Newhart. Newhart. Yeah, Newhart was a good show. Yeah. Like Dukes of Hazzard, I love Dukes of Hazzard, but it's not a good show. No. No. Was MASH 80s? Yeah, but it brought you us. Uh, MASH was 74 to 80. Uh, well, it was 72 to 83, I believe. I know that was a big show, though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alan Alda. My dad loves MASH. It's his all-time favorite show. Any any thoughts on the 80s from you, Chase? Uh, Chase you got Cade? Um, not a whole lot. It's all that jet lag from flying. I'm sorry I called you Chase. <laughs> 20, so you were born in 1990? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yep. you, you missed the yep, 80s. I missed yeah. the 80s, yeah. Mm. You are born in 82 or 83? 82. 82, yeah. yeah. Are you sure you're just 35? Uh, yeah. Yeah, my birthday is November 17th. Of 82. Yeah. And your birthday is February 12th. 7-9. Yeah, that was close. <laughs> <laughs> Missed it by that much. So, ooh, uh-huh. Don Adams. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and so you and I, unlike everyone else in this room, being half the room, we actually have a memory of The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Just barely, man. I was like nine Mm-hmm. I think but, I, I remember watching it at my grandparents' house. It might have been like reruns or like tapes. <laughs> Probably Maybe. tapes. It was on until 92. So you, I mean, if yeah. you like are super... You're two I don't years know, old, you're I think there were... Paid's a my, genius. No, my yeah. grandpa probably had like had like a tapes of it. I think he recorded it. Nice. I do remember so There you go. There you go. All right, let's talk about the 1990s. 90s? TV and music. 
got both better. got better. Really? I think so. How so? Well, I just... Four th- non-blondes? Well, I think that th- that the 90s kind of uh, started ushering in the modern format of all of both different art forms. Uh, talking about storylines, uh, the like more modern uh, comedy. I'm sorry, I zoned out for a minute. Did you, did you, you pointed out four non-blondes for the 90s? I did, yes. <laughs> Not in vogue? No, no. <laughs> I'll give you that because right when you say that, I think Northern Exposure. Yeah. That was a modern show. That Fargo. Was very modern. Fargo. Yeah. Yeah. I have the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You start to get the far- the uh, the Coen Brothers stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that is the Coen Brothers strike home for you at all? No. No, not at all. <laughs> and then also in the 90s, you had the Boondock Saints, which was made, which is the greatest movie that's ever, ever, yeah, ever been made. Ever? Uh, ever? The greatest and, movie ever made was made in the 90s, but it's called Tommy Boy? No way. You're welcome. The Boondock Saints. <laughs> Best movie of all time. You didn't grow up a fat kid, okay? Kate and I understand. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark does, too. Movie, yeah, yeah. They've all whipped it, but uh, yeah. I'm still a fan of Adam Sandler era. Billy yeah. Madison, Happy Gilmore. Yeah, I love those. Like that. Yeah. Mixed Nuts. Yeah, those Just, are my favorite. Mixed Nuts is the earliest Adam Sandler yeah. movie out there. Yeah. Really? Steve Martin. Yep. Very. It, right. You would love that movie. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that. It's a, <clears throat> this is, this is, I'm going to bring the room up. Steve Martin runs a failing suicide hotline at Christmas. <laughs> yep, that was a good one. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> Gary Shandling is, yeah, is in it, yeah. Yeah, that kind of rings a bell. Yeah. Okay, and... Gary uh, Shandling, uh, what was his show? Uh, it's a fake talk show. Yeah. I don't know. That was a very modern show, too. I don't know the name of it now. The, the Larry Sanders show. The yeah. one bad thing about the 90s was the fashion is the worst it's ever been in human history. I think so. Yeah, I think that even the cavemen had better... Than what we had in the 1990s. Remember Jinko jeans? Yeah. Did you ever have any? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, actually. I wore Jinkos and I had an element skating sweatshirt that I wore oh, yeah. like my, six, and I had my those, sixth grade. I had those really big uh, crap. What were they? The DC shoes yeah. with the giant tongue on yep. them. Yeah. yeah. I was that Heavy kid. LA Gear light up shoes. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, and the Bugle Boys. And the, the all-white K-Swiss. I can see you wearing those. Oh, I had k Yeah, I totally had K-Swiss. <laughs> yeah, I definitely did. They can't even hide that one. Yep. Uh, and then, uh, oh, yeah, the big dogs. Can't run with big dogs. Stay on the porch. I can't those remember the big dogs. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Biggest article of clothing I remember that just pops into my head from the 90s. Uh, we're talking when I was in elementary or middle school. was was uh, novelty shirts. Jeff Foxworthy novelty shirts. And I remember they said, this is the high school I went to, that, that no one can wear those anymore because it was offending some people. See, you might be a redneck thing. Yeah. They were, mm-hmm. Some of the people were getting offended by uh, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Straight out of yeah. their trailer park. Yeah. yeah. I remember they banned uh, Jinko jeans and Heelys at yep. my elementary school. Oh, yeah. It was the worst <laughs> day of my life. I remember. I, <laughs> uh, there will be no more uh, Heelys at the Westwood Elementary School. I had those, it looked like I was floating. I had a pair of those Jinkos that had, like, the, the straps on them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those are hilarious. God, it was so bad. The fashion was so bad then. <laughs> there were So the, the, the fashion in the 90s was a lot of purple, bright colors, black, purple, neon green, teal, mm-hmm. just bright. And it wasn't like any any sort of pattern. It was no, just there was no it. structure. You'd have a big block of something on on, on the top left portion of your That's shirt. That's true. And then you would have then you would have another panel here, and then mm-hmm. the bottom of it would be all white, and which you could get stained. I'm pretty sure there's yeah. a picture of me whenever I was like two years old, 
um, and I had on a little miniature windbreaker that was like purple and blue yeah. and green. Yeah, you would just have random colors, or you would have big, wide, vertical stripes of any flavor. Mm-hmm. You could have like three colors that don't go together at all. That was that was the nineties, mm-hmm. and and all the men had frosted tips. Yeah, I was you have say, frosted I was tips. Gonna pull it up back to the crossover between music and fashion. My older brother Corey bleached his hair to <laughs> yeah, look like the real Slim Shady. I, I grew <laughs> up with Corey. When, remember when that was a huge <laughs> yeah, fad? Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. bleached their hair. Oh, that's so true. And you I had got... your your your. Uh, your shell necklace and late nineties, yeah, yeah, yeah. the shell your, necklaces, yeah. is the it, white ones, uh, puka shell. Is that what it I was? had? The, I, had I had a shell necklace and I also had frosted tips in my hair. Really? Yeah, yeah. The LA gear. That's what I said. The LA gear. We have uh, in the chat. We got uh, ninety two to go to HD. You can add them on the uh, on the YouTube. Uh, <laughs> he's got the LA gear bum equipment and Panama Jack. Panama, oh, Panama Jack. Jack. Yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. Let's talk about the two thousands. Uh, that's not on the list. I don't think we can talk about the 2000s. Yeah, do, we, do we know anything I mean, about the 2000s? Does anybody you know, remember them? I got my license in 99, going on 2000. The one thing I remember, which I enjoyed, swing was big for a month. Swing dancing? Swing music. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I remember I, it was big for a month. There was a Brian Setzer Orchestra, Jump, Jive, and Whale. Yeah. Like that. yeah. Cherry Pop and Daddies and Zoot Suit Riot. Uh, the, uh, I can't remember. Jump, what Jive, and Zoot Whale. Zoot Suit yeah. Riot. Yeah. yeah. I know Zoot Suit. Mm-hmm. It was big for like a month. At that time, uh, I can't remember. There was another yeah. swing band. Yeah, that was big for me. I enjoyed that. It was like right when Lou Bega was big. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Mambo Number yeah. Five. That was all with like <laughs> Monica. Yeah. Mambo. <laughs> Monica. I all loved them. it. Right back to the skating rink. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh. <laughs> I loved it. I, I think I was the only one, but yeah, I loved it. I was cruising around in my 1984 Buick Century. Why is Rocking right now? You had, an, you had an 84 Century. I had an 84 I had Century. an 87 Bonneville. Really? I did. Nice. First fuel injected Pontiac they ever made. I had. Nice. A, I had a 65 Bonneville. That was oh. my first car. That was your brother's car first. It was all of my brother's first car. Yeah, all of ours. Yeah, my great grandfather's. That's an amazing. And we all had to drive it until we could buy our own. His Bonneville. Is it still in the family? Yeah, we still have it. Nice. His Bonneville yeah. was the size of my car twice. Wow. Yeah. It's an amazing. It probably car. took every bit awesome of the lane, car. and you could totally have put a hot tub in the trunk. Yeah. Yeah, we snuck probably seven or eight people a weekend in at the drive-in. <laughs> I feel bad because we're out of business now. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. Uh, yeah. Wow. My my dad used to make my sister and I ride in the back of his truck because there was a camper shell. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, we totally did that in the '90s too. Mm-hmm. Those eighty, you know, those '80s square body Chevys we talked about. I rode oh, yeah. to Central Illinois, two hundred fifty miles, cousin Rick's house. Uh, totally in the back of a, in the back of a pickup truck. We just put oh, a mattress God. back there. Yeah, <laughs> we should have died so many different ways. Never did, but yeah, we did that all the time. Like That's, I understand going down the road, but two hundred and fifty miles. Yeah, how did you not just ride. bounce out on it and hit? Well, a we had a cap. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. A yeah. Truck oh okay. Everybody had a truck cap. No, I thought you were just yeah. sitting out there, like sitting on the wheel wells. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we weren't trying to sneak across the border. We were somewhat incognito. But it was so. That's in the day where you couldn't, Dakota. We didn't have phones to text. You had to bang on the glass, or just pray that they stopped at some point because you had no way to communicate. Yep. You were you were just back there with a book. So does anyone here think that the two thousands is the best time to raise a child versus any of the other ones, or to be raised? I guess. So this is this is the point where we're going to go from the two thousands. Are we to the talking 2010s. about present day? Yeah, present day. Their twenty tens. This is where we finally have. Everybody but Mark has a smartphone. has a, has a has a, something I, in their pocket. I don't have data. Yeah, <laughs> I have a smartphone, but I don't have. It goes off a of Wi-Fi. It's Republic Wireless. Twelve bucks a month for this package. Okay, 
Yeah. Hmm. I guess. It, it's not that handy. Can you be texted? Yeah. <laughs> Even without data? Can you use I map, don't have a, MapQuest? Like, I can't get online. <laughs> yeah, Mark... <laughs> <laughs> Mark, whenever we were trying to get him directions to come here, he's like, I'm going to have to MapQuest. <laughs> and, yeah, I didn't even know MapQuest was still a thing. Is I didn't know a thing. No, I don't know. People I don't, use Google Maps or Waze now. I don't know what those words mean. <laughs> my wife and I, now my wife is more of a Luddite than I am. She uses maps. Yeah. Yeah. The, maps. the random I remember, I remember that from the 90s. When, yeah. When we went to the Grand Canyon as a family, my dad would have a just before most up to date atlas. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. before that, we would, uh, my we, dad's we would do the, use a triptych. You would go drive to Muncie or some AAA location if you had a membership, and you would mm-hmm. say, Hello, ma'am. I am Jeremiah, and my membership number is 374212. And I'm going to plan a trip to uh, Garrettson, South Dakota. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I need directions. And they would print you a book, and then they would bind it. And it would you would really? flip page to page to page, and it would say, okay, you're going to take I-74 for 200 miles. And then you can flip it. Yeah, so you had the trip tick. Huh. What, what if you run into construction? Uh, they knew they were supposed to know and tell you oh, the route you're going to take. Really? But yeah, it would That's be a, cool. it would it would be a pre-printed thing, and it would tell you this is this is a summary of your trip. So huh. before we had the days of having your own computer and MapQuest, that's why MapQuest was like the uh, the ultimate. It was just like <laughs> I can just do the trip tick thing myself. The that's outdated yeah. to get on the MapQuest. That's what I do. Yeah, it's so outdated. Then, so then it became it went to MapQuest. That's what I do. Is Map. Now, my we, wife does Map. I have no sense of direction. My wife has a wonderful sense of direction. However. My wife also gets car sick easy. So the best situation, <laughs> the best situation is if I drive and she navigates. But if she gets car sick, she has to drive because that way I don't know she can anticipate the movement of the car. And then there's the atlas on my lap, and so she's driving, going ninety miles an hour, and she says, "Okay, get the atlas and tell me uh, how far blah 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 is from here." I don't know. I've opened it. it looks like a bunch of veins and shit. I can't read that. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what. The, and she's like, "Just look at, just find the road we're on." I can't. I don't know. Can't find it. So you open that up, and then if yeah. you if you know how to, you don't know how to read a map. Like you can look at it and be like, okay, from this little tiny circle to that little circle, there's a number seven, and that means that it's seven miles from no. from Newcastle to Spiceland. Yeah. And then and you add all those numbers up, and you're like, oh yeah, it's a thirty-seven mile trip. I don't read maps very well. <laughs> I just don't do it. Or you can just open your app and say, hey Google, I want to go to. My phone just turned on. Hey Google, I want to go to Greenfield, <laughs> Indiana, and then it'll. Pull up the directions and you just follow it along. She looks at maps. I print off a map quest. That's how we. That's what we do. <laughs> Dear God. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, that's that. So in the current, basically, I don't think Mark can comment on the 2010. Are you talking about? Oh, so the question was raising a kid. Is this the best time to raise a kid? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say yeah. Certainly. All right. So let's look back at this. This is a political show, so we'll try to be a little political for oh, a second. Yeah. So you had the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 20s. Mm-hmm. Are the politics the worst now that they've ever been? Oh, yeah. They're We're, the worst and they're the best. Oh, expand on that. You want me to expand on that? Please. Okay. I don't know if anyone's going to agree with me. I love that Donald Trump is president. I think he is a moron, and the people who follow him are godless, treasonous, <laughs> ridiculous people, his supporters. But I'm glad that he's president because we're finally realizing that, that it's just a stupid job that when they say anyone can do it, yes, any, anyone can do it. And, and, and yeah, it, it, he's going to ruin America quite, pro- quite possibly, but that, that's fine. 
we, do, we need to recalibrate. We need a reality check. We need to realize how stupid we are. And we need a media that holds every president as accountable as they're holding him because he's just as vicious as everyone that's preceded him. So what, what <laughs> was the right time then? The Politically? Yeah. The right time? 70s? Never. Jimmy Carter? No. We've never had the politics right. No. Never. Never. We just exist in spite of as it. As a country, no. We're horrible people. <laughs> We are horrible, murderous, awful people, and I'm glad the light is finally being shed on that because we finally have a president that the media loves to bash. That's my opinion. They didn't want to bash uh, Bush too. Not like this. Not like this one. But he deserves it. I mean, too. the second year of Bush or the second term of Bush too was pretty rough on the guy. They were pretty rough on him, but I mean, he wasn't a clown. Still, he still tried to carry himself. He was lovable. He was he was a lovable doofus. I think him putting it, him putting the poncho back on during the Trump the poncho, inauguration. Yeah, yeah that was everybody loved him thing. after that. I mean, people did need to remind themselves. Oh yeah, he's a, he's a he's a killer too. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he was an adorable, horrible, murderous, awful creature. But no, we've never had it right. We're a horrible country. All right, we're a horrible country. But I'm glad that Donald Trump is finally just he's starting he's blown, to sound like Andy Horning. Yeah. Listen, Mark. Yeah. I stand for the national anthem. You stand for, the and if anthem? you can, if you don't stand, then you can get the hell out of my country. <laughs> get out of your country. I got to go back to Mexico tonight. Uh, <laughs> we're going to build the wall while you're away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hope I can get back. Uh, Cade, what do you think? Is this is this the worst politics event? Are these are these our final thoughts? No, well, no, we're not there yet. It's just opinions. This is right. politics is a mess. Politics. That's the line we're on. Final thoughts are coming up. No, I think this is just the age of information, and everybody's adjusting. I think it's going to take some time, but we're getting now to where now media has to evolve. Uh, we're getting away from uh, TV media. We're getting away from all these big conglomerate media, and it's getting back to people are providing the information that we need. And we're getting away from five-second stories that cover, you know, insane amounts of information that we all need to know and when you're watching the news and it's all scrolling across the bottom and you're watching talking heads and you're not really learning anything they're just telling you who to be mad at yep. so i think if anything we're just we're just seeing a reformation as far as that goes and i agree that donald's probably not doing the best job and he is bringing out that fact of we need some change going on mark i don't know if you remember before the 2016 election whenever there was a uh, a farmer in East Central Indiana who had carved uh, the letters T R U M P into a field. Really? Do you remember seeing that on the news? It was all it was like national. Yeah, news. It, it, was, it wasn't just Indianapolis news; it made the national news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Couple, couple million views, nothing big. Yeah, this is the guy. You carved Trump <laughs> into a field? <laughs> really? Yeah. I did not. Know I just that. saw it. Was like, yeah, um, I'm going to make a couple of my friends laugh, and then they took it, and it went crazy. I just That's I, amazing. I thought it was funny. I just thought it was funny and it, it just went insane. Did you get any death threats over that? A lot. Did you really? really? Yeah. Like legitimate. Oh yeah. It was hilarious. Oops. How now how does that whenever any story happens, the first thing you hear is is I got death threats. What or how does that does someone knock on your door and say, I might kill you? No. <laughs> a death, what is it? Comments, death messages, unsolicited messages. Wow. Yeah, I mean news that's that was my first mistake. I'd never had to deal with media. And I had, Fox, and now you are the media. I had Fox fifty nine calling. I had Channel eight calling. I had everybody calling. Like, what's your name? What's the story behind this? And of course, I gave my story of what was going on. All of them got it wrong. They all reported it wrong. Mm-hmm. None of them got it right. It was all wrong. They basically made their own narrative for it. And then yeah. for for their links that they provided for the story and the video that I provided, um, 
just the comments that were under those and then the messages I would get from just random strangers about what a terrible person I was for doing that. That's ridiculous. That was really eye-opening itself just for how Mm -hmm. the media works today. Oh, yeah. They always get it wrong. Yep. Well, I I can't say they always get it wrong, but, yeah, there's there's been some scrutinizing our local media because uh, there's a certain media in Richmond that likes to put out sensational headlines that are just great. Is it a Gannett media outlet? Yeah. Is it a radio station? It is. Okay. Yeah. Is it one you used to work at? Yeah. Well, we're playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's great. Uh, I think I think there are sensational headlines, um, but some people. I heard that. Stars. I heard that uh, starting April first of this year, you're going to be the new headline writer. Now, I am going to be there. Yeah, starting April first, uh, twenty nineteen. Nice. Yeah. Will they hire a man at 36 years old? Whew, that's pretty old. Yeah. Yeah. You might not have a hair left. Past my prime. <laughs> Just now past your prime. Now, I want to tell you something, though. So you're you're married now. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so you Is this your final thoughts? Are we pivoting to final thoughts, or is this something else? This is just random stuff. This is, this is, a, this is final thoughts, Is this Mark? a final thought? Yeah, this is final thoughts. We're thought. transitioning. So this Make is where you're going to pitch okay, yourself and give life advice. Uh, I'm just, you're a married man now. Yes, sir. Uh, so happily. Children. I've been told I'm happily married. three to five years. Yeah, likely. Uh, I will tell you. She tells me she has old eggs, so we have to, you know, let's yeah. go. Let's go. Let's get yeah. this done. Well, uh, Get it done and over with. <laughs> Before uh, marriage and children, I had a full head of rich, dark hair. I just want you to be aware of that, because you have a nice full head of hair there. Uh, well, he does? From the front. <laughs> <laughs> if you stand behind me. It's not that gray. It's not that gray. And, I, like, uh, and like my face looks like it was damaged in a hailstorm. It's real wrinkly <laughs> and stuff. I looked... I had youth. I had energy. I just, you know, yeah. just to enjoy it. Yeah. I appreciate that. Enjoy your, your well, sleep and enjoy your healthy face. We're still on the honeymoon. Yeah. When I really get back, we'll see if we'll see if the hair really falls out and goes gray and yeah. I get the hailstorm in the face. Yeah. All right. We'll see. How do people follow you? If they want to watch your videos, you know, keep up with Mark Brim on the internet and your opinions of the day. How, how make, does this happen? I want to make more videos. I'm going to work on some videos coming up. Well, we gave you a list. Some idea. You gave me some ideas for some videos. For yeah. You. yeah. Uh, they just can look up Mark Brim, I guess, on YouTube. All right. Yeah. That's the best and way. Facebook. Are, you're on YouTube as Mark Brim. It's not something catchy. No. Nothing catchy. I came up. I have three catchy channels I came up with. Didn't like it. I was like, how about just Mark Brim? Okay. That works. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And they can follow me, I guess. All right. So I don't know why they'd want to, though. Like and subscribe. Cool. Yeah. Thank so, you for sharing my stuff. Is this where we're going to do the awkward pause? I think we need to do an awkward <laughs> pause. Steal right. Craig, Craig Ferguson stuff. Well, this is exciting to have. Really happy to have you back. On. I'm happy I found this place. This yeah. is great. My map quest directions work perfectly. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I watched you circle the block when I arrived. You were you were still because not I wanted quite to certain. park this way. Yes, that's the only reason I circled. I saw this house. All right, yeah, I had it. <laughs> All right. Someday after uh, after everything's moved on to the new studio, maybe we'll have a big drum roll and release where this was. We tell the Maybe. audience we're somewhere north of Q Avenue. So let me ask you this, and I'm not going to give up any locations. I, uh, uh, oh, before I leave tonight, the town, I'm going, I'm taking a journey back to Richmond. Yes. 40 minutes. It's a haul. So, so what would you recommend I do in Newcastle before I go home? Uh, if what, it's if, not if too if late. You have to hit up one place to get something, a knickknack, or, or, or visit something, or see what's one thing you would do. In Newcastle at like uh, nine o'clock at night. I, as long as it's still open, I would tell you to go to Weenie World. Weenie World. Yeah, yeah. Weenie World. I think they're still open. They're, they stay open until ten. That's pretty place sure. That's pretty awesome. the, north like, side of town. Yeah. And while you're out there, you can go a little farther north. Oh, uh, here we go. Uh-huh. And stop at L and K Produce. 
They're open all night on the honor. Which is the real produce stand. Really? The real? That's that's ours. That's yours. That's the fake farmer produced real produce stand. And it's an honor stand. Yeah. It's an honor stand. So we have some, we have somebody there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's in, well, that's a money box inside. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're open 24 hours when, when we're in season and, uh, we're going to keep the the beef open year round. Nice. So, so you do beef. Yeah. Wow. Yep. We raise, we raise our own cattle and have it butchered and processed here in the County. So sweet. So that's nice. Locally raised processed beef. Um, all of our produce and stuff is in season now. So come out and check us out up there. Like I said, if it's after hours, we normally have somebody there between eight and seven. After hours, we have a lot of people that work, you know, third shift and stuff. And on their way home, they like to pick things up. But if nobody's there and you have correct change, you can just leave it in the box and take what you need. Nice. So, yep. Or if you don't have correct so, change and don't mind making a tip, adding a tip. Yeah. They'll yeah. do that too. Or, and some people will even leave just an IOU on a piece of paper and come back the next day and pay us for that then. And that's that's fine too. That's great. Uh-huh. Yep. Perfect. There you so go. Might stop out there. There you <laughs> go. Take that out. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. This was fun. I've been with my family all week <laughs> on a long road trip. So to be 40 minutes away. You feel like you're on vacation again? This is my vacation. Yeah. Yeah. It took us a month to plan this. It did. And then uh, Dakota tried to reschedule it on me. He almost and it wasn't, it. and it didn't work for you. Yeah. For you, and we're like, oh no! But we made it work. It yeah. worked out. Okay. I was almost having a heat stroke that night. And I thought, <laughs> oh no! What if I miss? Because I was mowing my yard. I had a real mower going on. You, yeah, you, you cut. You don't have a, a, you push mow your lawn with a real mower. I'm a minimalist. Real, not as in like it exists, but as in yeah, metal. So I took a break. You push it to you know hydrate to have some vodka and a cigar like you do. And I saw the and I saw the Facebook message. I thought, oh no, I'm going to miss this podcast. This will be very sad. It turned out. It did. I'm glad we were able to do it. Congratulations on your wedding. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, congratulations on staying married this time. Yes. Yeah. I, it might work this time. <laughs> I think this is seven years in. I think. Yeah. yeah it's your like new that. personal yeah. best so far. It is. Yeah. My other marriage was a year. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dakota's going to pass you in December. All right. right. Uh, Cade. Yeah, also congratulations on the wedding. It was beautiful. Thank you. I think the blood orange beer is my fa- one of my favorites now. I can't believe you guys floated that before we were done with the, like with the photos. It's that great. was I predicted it, but I yeah. seriously, you could have had a little self-control, so I could have had some <laughs> of that. Or, or taken a cup of it and set it aside for me, so I could have enjoyed it. But whatever. Yeah. It's not like I made Dakota Grimsman to look out for me or anything. <laughs> Other than that, um, let's see. I don't really have anything else going on. Uh, this weekend, I've got a defensive handgun class in right. Muncie I'm going to. Sage Dynamics putting on. Uh, so it's a two-day handgun course, so that'll be fun. Um, and then August 4th, I have my first jiu-jitsu tournament in really? Indianapolis. Um, nice. If I get the weekend off, do we get to come cheer you on? Yeah, if you want to. That'd be great. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. We'll make signs. Let's yeah. go, Kay. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> It'll be a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to it. The Armed Farmer on the Instagram. The Yarn Farmer or on Facebook, just Cade Coger. And, and on the Snapchat. Cade has a lot of tractor time. So just Cade Coger. He's yeah. good on the Snapchat. Yeah. A I, good try follow. And, I try to keep people entertained anyway. Hmm. A lot of so. late nights driving But it is fun, especially Instagram. I do get a lot of messages and stuff from people just asking about the farm and farming practices. And I get to follow some guys from Europe that are farmers over there. And it's interesting to see kind of what's going on on the other side of the world. They want to know what freedom is like. Yeah. It's it's fun to dangle it in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> Dakota. All right. My final thoughts, of course, are to promote the Libertarian Party of Henry County. 
So always go to the uh, the liber- or it's uh, henrycountylp.org. Um, there's a convenient little donate button that is yellow on a gray background up in the right-hand corner. And it works. It works very well. Um, congratulations, Jeremiah, on getting married. Thank you. Um, hope that you uh, enjoy the rest of your honeymoon this week. I really can't nice. wait to get back down there. I feel like I've stayed here too long. What, is she, doing? Waiting. what is she doing right now? Uh, I told her to cut the best deal she could on we, – we brought – so when you fly southwest, you can take two bags each. So yeah. we brought one bag that was full of stuff uh, for us, and then we have three empties. And I said, I want you to get the best deal you can on the Mexican blankets, and we're going to decorate mm-hmm. the new studio with Mexican blankets. That's nice. the goal. So uh, we're gonna I already have bulk, two of those. A bulk package, and I'm hoping we can have like 60 or 70 of them in the new studio. Perfect. So it's just going to be the, the, the Mexican blankets to sell you at tourists. So she's down there working on that. I signed her that task as the, as the husband. And, and you, uh, you left her a credit card, and now she's just loading up on mojitos with it. No, we, I, <laughs> we converted. There, there's free mojitos. She's wearing a sombrero right we, now, we, for yeah. sure. <laughs> she's stolen a sombrero <laughs> uh, because she has fair skin. Uh, <laughs> but, no, we, we converted our dollars to pesos, and I think uh, 300 pesos ought to be able to buy, like, an entire truckload of those blankets. So that's, Especially that's with their socialist on. government now. I mean, I, you know. The inflation's got to be It's horrible. all about negotiating. They're they're probably rationing those right now at this point. The blankets, probably yeah, so. I would think so. <laughs> Just like they have to do with the the taquitos. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Is that all you have? Yeah, that's all I have. That's it. All right. Well, this has been fun. I'm I'm excited. You guys were all here. I want to share a really quick story. I don't know why I didn't tell it a couple weeks ago. Uh, but uh, I just now finally have, has made my radar to tell it or to remember to tell it. Um, back on July third, uh, they had the, the Libertarian Convention was finishing up the National Convention, and Sarah had been giving me hell. Are we going to buy our package this thing or not? And this is like back in October, November of last year, and I'm like, you don't know, but we're getting engaged, and we're not going to be going to that. So I dodged the question because it happened that first weekend in July, and we got married the next week or the next weekend. Um, the, Chris Spengel, we are libertarians, are the godfather of all of us, our, our boss. He flew down, did a bunch of interviews, and they were great. I really enjoyed listening to those. Interviewed Nick Sarwark when he got re- re-upped. And there was there's a lady named Mary Ruart who nominated Chris Spengel from the floor for the Libertarian National Convention. Now, Chris has never served on the National Convention. He's the executive director and he's or, at the National Committee, and he's been on the State Central Committee. And Chris got nominated. And then Mary went up, and she and I, I'm like, I, I messaged Chris because I, I was watching it on the YouTube feed, and I'm like, uh, you really want to do this? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. I, it was a surprise to me, but I'll do it. Okay. Um, Mary realized she nominated the wrong guy named Chris, so she withdrew <laughs> his nomination. And I'm like, I, I watched it happen, and I messaged him, I'm like, I'll fix this. So I, I, Michael Schulteis was, was still in the room. Spangle had flown back home. So he was at the convention for two days, and on the last day, a lot of people leave early. So he flew back home, landed in Indianapolis, and he's just finding out he's been nominated. And then at that moment, he gets withdrawn from nomination. So I'm like, Spangle, we've got to uh, – we need to make this right. So I, I messaged Michael Schulteis, who's our – he's a member. He's still down there in the hall. And I told him, you've got to go to the microphone right now and renominate Chris. So he goes back to the microphone again, nominates Spangle. This is all you know in front of 800 people and the entire YouTube feed. And uh, and then somebody else sends a message in and says, no, Chris doesn't want to do it. So then they withdraw Chris again and oh, take him gosh. off the ballot. So he didn't get elected to the Libertarian National Commit- Committee at the convention. And I feel very sad about that because I think he would have been great for it. Mm-hmm. But uh, apparently between Chris, Michael, myself, Rick Irvine, 
and Mary Rohr, we had the greatest troll in the entire convention, uh, which is saying something because I totally hate every one of the people from Michigan that spoke. Uh, all of them can can leave the party at any time uh, because they're they're clowns. Uh, but mm. we we artfully trolled them all accidentally, so that was fun. So anyway, if you go back and watch nice. that, it was a couple weeks ago. But the, uh, the Libertarian National Con- Committee, uh, they had their deal. Congratulations to Sam Goldstein, who was the highest vote-getter for at-large in the LNC. So he won that. And uh, Arvind Vora, we've talked about him a number of times. He lost horrifically back on July 3rd, and uh, he's no longer in the LNC. So the big stain on the Libertarian Party is gone, and uh, we're going to be okay. Good move. That's, That's all. That's all we got. We will uh, we see you guys next week. Will be episode number seventy, and uh, we're scheduled to have Lee Markham on Jack's Donuts. So that's going to be really cool. Looking forward to having Lee on. That's a local donut place. Lo- well, they're yeah. local, but now they've gone. They're all over the country. They're in Utah. They're, they, they started right here in Newcastle. Nationwide, but they're nationwide, and they're franchising. And there's probably we'll find out from Lee next week, but probably twenty five or thirty locations. They're all over Indianapolis. They're a sponsor of the Indiana Pacers. Oh. Started right here. In Where the have I been? I don't know. Wow. I guess hiding out in Richmond. Yeah. So listen next week. I'll listen next week to that. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians Network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network. And I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com.